Yeah, yeah. We'll just uh, we'll just edit, edit it. Just cut the beginning off it. All right, guys. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 16 of the Life Short Live Free podcast. Version two. Version two. We had a little uh, <laughs> revision a, a. We had some camera malfunctions going on. We got her all figured out. Anyways, um, this is a little bit of a different episode for us again. Um, this is a Saturday night. We typically record on a uh, Sunday morning or Sunday afternoon after we've been shooting, but we had some stuff going on uh, last night. So, or Johnson has some stuff going on tomorrow, actually. Yeah. So, yeah, we, yeah, we got Thanksgiving dinner change it up family. a little bit. Um, but we got a pretty good show lined up for you. Uh, we got, of course, our whiskey of the week, as usual. And we got the adult Red Rider, that BB gun. We're going to talk about that a little bit. Um, the AR, we got a, a new AR with a thumb trigger in it, which is... Yeah, the, I don't know. Was... I don't know what to think about that. And of course, our usual segments: time traveling with Toad and badass of the week. But we got a pretty good episode lined up for you. So, and our usual beer drinking. So this is gonna be gonna be a fun one. But uh, yep. anyways, this is uh, sponsored by Shireworks Cerakote. We do. We are a certified Cerakote applicator. Been doing some pretty cool stuff lately. So check out our Facebook. Uh, it's just facebook.com/shyworks and it's shyworks.com as well. Um, we got some pretty cool projects going on, so check out our gallery. We upload most of our stuff to Facebook, so uh, check that out. But, anyways, how are you guys doing tonight? You know, y'all ready for the podcast here? You having a good time? Yeah, yeah. I'm so ready. Yeah. I am more than ready. Totally not ready for whiskey of the week. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, the whiskey of the week is actually a uh, one that was uh, it was given. I didn't even purchase this some bitch. It was one that was given to me because it no, sucks so bad. I, that... I was there, and what he said was, "This really is horrible. I'm gonna give it to Sam because he'll drink anything." Well, I mean, he's mostly. I would, yeah, I would believe that <laughs> he's mostly true. But you can really, I mean, you can drink anything with a little Sprite or Coke. It don't matter what the hell whiskey it is. How oh, bad any it sucks. whiskey. Okay, I was gonna say you can't drink anything. I was like, a little boy, Sprite I feel like, make it better. Yeah, like you probably Sprite could. And battery acid might give you some pretty bad indigestion. <laughs> <laughs> or the runs. Or it might just kill it's you. Like that episode. <laughs> that episode of Family Guy where he made his own energy drink. <laughs> he made it with like kerosene or some shit. <laughs> oh God. So, anyways, yeah. Um, so are we jumping right into that? Do we want to jump right into the whiskey of the week? Can we, yeah, well, I mean, we just kind of skipped over what we've all been up to. Do we want to just get right into? Well, it? No, what, what the hell you guys? What, what we've the hell you guys been up to? While we serve week? up some whiskey, what the hell you guys been That's up to this enough. week? Yeah, I spent the majority of this morning killing bedbugs for people out in Nebraska. Yeah, but uh, when I got home, I started working. A buddy asked me if I'd make him a kitchen knife, and. Uh, I did a little something different this time. I got it just absolutely glowing hot in the forge. And then uh, I've been seeing these designs all over the internet where it's almost an unfinished design where people have taken and they've hammered on it with the paint, ball peen hammer, the, like the peen in. And, uh, and uh, they put divots and just basically mar the whole thing. Yeah, you can see all unless, the, you know, hammer the bla- even even down towards the blade. And uh, so I did that and then um, had a bit of a problem with a twist in the metal because uh, I don't have a proper anvil yet because they're ridiculously expensive. Yeah. I keep uh, forgetting to ask Dad about that. Yeah, that's please do. That's something we look. need to – we could look for uh, like a, at a 
sale or something too. Yeah. You know, like yep. a farm sale I, or a estate sale. I've we called all the something. all the flea markets and whatnot around too. Back before, but, so I got it back straight, and I'm looking at it. I'm like, boy, this is actually going to be pretty cool. So I I took the uh, 40 grit belt to it to begin with, and then uh, the metal's actually kind of hard, and so I actually ended up slamming a two by four in the vise. And then I took a C clamp and I clamped the knife to the two by four and I used that to hold it while I ran an angle grinder across the side of it to get the shape, the bevels right. Right. And then I took, um, I went from, uh, what was it? It was 80 grit all the way up to 400 to 600 to 800 to 1,000 and got it kind of shined up and looking low on it. And then I was like, I just better test this. So I took the two by four I had in the vise and started chopping on it. <laughs> Let's just say I, I made a really sharp knife. <laughs> So, and I've got some new holes in my gloves because I don't have a handle on it and it kind of slipped. Oh, well. I also did kind of start myself on fire. Um, of course you did. Shocking. Well, <laughs> That's not wearing, a toad thing to do at I all. I was wearing one of these sweatshirts with this, like, I don't know what you, acrylic fiber material, whatever it is. Right. Polyester? Yeah. And, well, when you're grinding on high carbon steel, it produces... Hotter sparks than normal. Not so much hotter sparks. More sparks because there's more resistance. More like cast iron. And I didn't want to angle it towards the back of my garage where I had a nice little pile of wood. Kindling. Yeah. <laughs> so I stood in front Fire of it. Fire starting I'm like, materials. I'm looking at my, jet, like my sweatshirt and I'm like, I'm good. And then pretty soon I'm like, oh, my nipple's on fire. <laughs> I'm not good. I'm no longer good. <laughs> it melted all the way through my uh, sweatshirt. So I lit my underwear on fire once. That does not surprise me. I lit my entire pair of shorts on fire once. I had a pair of shorts that was like, it was a pair of pants that I cut off into a pair of shorts because the bottoms were ruined. Daisy Dukes? <laughs> Don't we know More or less. Did Yoda steal them from you? <laughs> no. these are, They're just like, I don't know. It was just a pair of shorts that were cut off, so they were kind of frayed at the bottom, and I was welding, and I was like, God, kind of dancing around, you know, had my welding helmet on, didn't think anything of it, I'm dancing around, I was like, God dang it, I am getting hit with a lot of sparks. I wasn't getting hit with sparks, I was on fire, and it had like burned halfway up the leg of the shorts, like the bottom of my pocket was burned off, it had burned that much. <laughs> I really should have stopped a lot sooner to check. I can't, yeah, I, I worked my way through college as a welder, and I I can't even count the number of times you're, you're just sitting there welding. Hmm, my leg's getting pretty warm. I should probably check on that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, the bottom of your pant leg or something. I got fire, a, I got know? a massive. Well, this this scar in my in my arm right here. This was uh, I was well, I was welding hydraulic lines, and when you start, you don't want to stop. <laughs> so it it right away when I when I started the bead, it started burning my arm, and I'm just like, you know, I don't want to screw this up, so I'm just gonna keep on going, and it burned. It burned quite a ways down in there. That one, that yeah. one, that one smarted for a while. But what'd you do this week, Johnson? Uh, this week was a crazy week at work. We were super busy, had a lot of stuff to do in a short amount of time. So yeah, I was I kind was, of offended you didn't answer my text messages. Yeah, I was real, real busy at work this week. And then by the time I got home, I had to do sheetrock. I've been working on remodeling a couple rooms in my house. So if I wasn't working, I was at home sheetrocking or sleeping. Yeah. So I didn't a, didn't have a real exciting week. Making a nursery, are you? Yeah, getting the nursery ready and getting our bedroom remodeled. So, Max, how about you? Oh uh, well, the first part of the week I spent several hours working on that uh, trailer video that I showed you guys. Kind of gave up on that on uh, 
Wednesday, but so that's on the back burner. But why? I've been waiting for that because well, it's I was real take, excited not, after I the first twenty I seconds of it. I, I got given all up excited. On it. It's just going to take a long time. You got to, us all. You finish. got us all excited about it. You, yeah. you said oh, I've awesome done a little is, more. I've done a little more, but don't got worry. us a little teaser, it's, and then just gonna. It'll take a couple weeks to finish, maybe. I see you but I also please around with my lever action there for a while. Please tell me you're we'll adding um, a little bit of Johnson's pour some sugar on me video. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I'm going. I'm, it's just going where it goes. I guess. I don't know how that fits into the exciting gun shooting <laughs> stuff, right. but we'll see. But I also ordered. I got some new shiny things this week. I ordered a sling. Sam said that we were required to get a sling. For uh, our range days mm-hmm. the other day, so I got shocking. John Toad didn't get one. Spent one hundred and thirty dollars doing that. What kind of sling did you get? The sling itself wasn't that expensive. It's uh, a magpul sling, but then I needed to get the QD, QD mounts, and then shit. I needed to get the swing yeah. swivel swivels too. Yeah. But then I also got uh, these gloves. I was wondering what those that were. You guys might have saw me post about they. They're hatch. I think they're by Safari Land. I think yeah. hatches. A product owned by product Safari Land. Safari At least Land. it's on the product. But they're just shooting gloves, and they're good for like down to forty degrees, which I figured would be perfect right. for tomorrow. What we're doing, yeah, yeah. And you do complain about cold hands all the time. You <laughs> you have do terrible circulation in your hands I because do. you my always complain get, about your hands being get cold. cold really quick. Well, too. and the, and loading your mags and stuff. Yeah, out it's there, miserable. If, if, even if it's just forty degrees, holding mm-hmm. that cold mag, it just, it's just no good at all. And then cold fingers trying to push yeah. rounds in and but those these things. are these are awesome. I mean, let me see them. The, they look nice. The grip on them. I'll get my. Actually, you can probably just use Sam's display pistol. Mm, but yeah, just seem seem pretty. Feel decent. how what the grip feels like with that. That is not. Tell me that's not grippy as shit on there. Well, yeah, the 2.0 is grippy. Well, yeah, just by itself is pretty... Try the, I was going to try the glove out, but I don't want to stretch it out. I don't I think that'll work. Seems awesome. like a pretty decent glove. And they're only 30 bucks or something like that. I yeah. just want to spend Boy. a ton. I'm going to rock that tomorrow should... with my mechanics wear. Yeah, I'm so. going to show up with my $8 Walmart Hypertex. I guess I never even thought about it. I'm just not going to have gloves. But then today I went into the gun store. I was looking for, I don't even know how you say that, the Uplula or whatever, the mag Uplula. loader. Yeah. They didn't have that. But what they did but have. They, but they had this... Uh, <laughs> But have you seen on Facebook that automatic electronic mag loader by Butler Butler, Butler Creek? Uh-uh. Yeah, I've seen that. I heard about the, it. This is from Butler C- Creek too. I can't apparently say that word. Well, you and Sam have <laughs> the horrible time hard. with you. I've never language. seen this before, but it works on kind of the same principle as the Uplula. But it's all all you do is press it up and down, and it does everything just by itself. Oh yeah. I, I think I hope super it, confused. What the hell's going on there? I, yeah. I, where do you put? Huh. Where, cool. Where, let's try it with the mag. Try where it, Sam. I haven't even. I haven't even. I just bought it like a few hours ago. So try and. Where do you put the? Ah, I see what you're talking. So about. you don't have to do anything with your thumb or anything like that, like you, you do on the Uplula. You just slip it in there. Oh, that is. That is horrible. Well, that is, <laughs> this is just not how that's supposed to work. I don't 
<laughs> Is it? Go, do you have it backwards? Directions unclear. Got penis stuck in mag loader. Do you have it backwards? <laughs> no. It's just trash. Damn it! I was so excited about this thing yeah, too. Yeah, it's, it's a colossal piece of shit. Well, is what it is. Okay, well let, let's maybe sa- you're just not working it right. Let's save this. We might use this for our smash and pass let me, episode. Let me take one of these out and try that out. I see what it's trying to do, and I think it's me. Oops, drop it. <laughs> Be careful. Try not, to, try not to smash around on the table too much. Otherwise, yeah, it would, sounds horrible. Wouldn't want to hurt the feed bunk. So. Well, no, I mean it just the audio. So you see this, right? So you push that all the way down. Slide that in there. And then this comes forward and hits that. But that presses. And I think right about there you're supposed to stop, maybe? Nope, that didn't work. But then it goes all the way forward. So if you guys can't see what the hell's going on here, this is supposedly an automatic mag loader. You put the mag (laughs) in it, you press it down. It's just not working worth the shit. So maybe we'll have to do a review video. Very disappointed, yeah. How much was it? Thirty bucks. It was, the, it was literally the only mag loader they had there, though. We'll so use that. We'll use that for our Smasher Pass uh, video. So I'm disappointed. I really thought that was gonna be cool. Well, maybe I, I did too. Maybe once you figure it out. Damn be... you, Butler Creek! I know some people hate the Uplu list. Too. Taking away my hopes and dreams. Out, so you've ruined my childhood. I really Easy just got Greta. it for for the colder weather, weather shooting, so you're not fiddling around with your cold. Oh, you mean hands. like my mag dump, my mag pump, mag pump. I think you. I'm not gonna lie, Toad. I think you just had it backwards. <laughs> I think. I think so. That was. That's. Is it working good now? That's. That's what I was asking. So, anyways, while these jokers. Uh, it is hot as a motherfucker in here, Sam. That's because of that heat. I totally on. had yeah, it backwards. Lord. He definitely just had it backwards. It, wor- <laughs> it works great if you put the mag in the oh, right I'm direction. I'm so excited now. <laughs> so. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I think you're uh, down around because I think there's one on the floor. But yeah, it's under your chair. All right. Well, I'm not. I'm. I, I'm well, gonna. I, I'm not gonna give Toad shit for that one right now. I'm gonna save it but for you, later. So, Box, you also did some photography work this week. Yeah, just a little bit. Not very much. Yeah. I was. I'm feeling. I'm feeling extra lazy Are you? lately. <laughs> yeah. I think it's the the sad. The sad's got me. The sad the, uh, seasonal. Got you. The seasonal whatever. Yeah. Depression or whatever disorder or whatever it is. Huh. Well, very lazy lately, but. Well, yeah. you know what? You know what, Box? Let's fix that. With some <laughs> with terrible, Soldier terrible Valley whiskey. Patriarch yeah. whiskey. Oh. Nothing cheers you up like punishing your liver. With so here I'm just gonna whiskey. say it. I am not fucking looking forward to this. Oh, don't be a sissy. It'll be but fine. It, anyways, I drank it. My my week wasn't too bad. It was a busy week for Shy Works. We stayed plenty busy, and I uh, I I bought a house two years ago, and I knocked out a wall two weeks after I moved in. And I'm just getting back to putting that that uh I on see that wall that, back in. So. I do see that there was sheetrock in the garage. There, there is, there is. I uh, got sheetrock over there. Does and that mean you're gonna put do the hookups for the washer and dryer too? They're they're in. The That's plumbing. coming in the next four or five years. No, the totally. plumbing is done. The electrical <laughs> is run. Everything's everything's kosher. So. Oh my gosh, I can smell that already. It smells like rat poison. It's it's. Time out. <laughs> is this supposed to be served chilled? It doesn't matter, Box. It I don't know, but it's, either way. it's been room it's temperature for about wow, eight months. Wow, I can now. smell it from Sweet here. Sweet Jesus. It smells kind of chocolatey. Uh, hold on. Why does it smell chocolatey? Hold on. I don't know, but it, you're right, it does. Our kinda. Patriarch Whiskey is dedicated to my great uncle, Major Don R- Roush, and those known as Mustangs. Soldiers were called, this for, were called this for rising through the ranks from enlisted to an officer. 
Uncle Don was drafted in the army in 42 and landed on Omaha Beach during the invasion of Normandy. He then served in Korea. Holy shit. He served in Korea and Vietnam with honor and retired after 30 years. So he was in Normandy and Korea and Vietnam. (laughs) Yep. Oh my gosh, man. This dude. Is that our badass of the week? No, but you want a badass of the week. He might be. So so either way, I don't care how much you guys bitch and complain about this. This motherfucker landed on Omaha Beach. Y'all can drink a little bit of his whiskey, damn it. Well, it wasn't. It's not it's his not whiskey. His. It was dedicated to him. Well, yeah, because he knew it would, that would sell it. It's only 86 <laughs> proof. He's exploiting him. <laughs> well, Dude, probably. I've, I've literally know? drank straight moonshine that tastes better than this shit. So, yeah, um, it doesn't... Oh. It doesn't oh, smell Jesus. smooth at all. The nose is... Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you could all see that, but we all uh, did not appreciate the You smell. know, I think we could dump this in the flamethrower and it would work. No, it's oh only it's only 43. God. It's got to be at least 50 pr- or 50%, I think. My whole, yeah. my whole body is rejecting this already. And I have <laughs> Mine too. I, I have not smelled one of hey, our whiskey of the out. weeks and I wanted to lurch. Oh, yeah, but... I guess. Never mind. Toad's already had it. You oh, guys I'm need sorry. some tampons? I think I might have some in the back. No, it's, it, my body's like scared because I've drank this before and I know I'm going to... My gonna body's freaking, scared. <laughs> I'm going to throw up on your new $700 laptop. It's actually not that bad. Yes, it is. It's not bad. It's not good, but there's I mean, definitely a burn to it. It's not that bad. I mean, it's definitely it's not bad at all. Oh, I wouldn't bad. rate it as a good whiskey. I think it should be chilled. Oh, it would probably would be a lot better. You if got any ice cold. cubes? Go throw it on the P block, and it'll chill right down. It's cold out there. <laughs> it's not that cold. Oh man, do you have any ice? Yeah, don't like that. No. At all. What? You... Calm. You can scrape some out of the mini fridge over here. <laughs> yeah, actually, there's. You can go shove it in the freezer. It'll cool right down because it's giant. I don't plan on drinking it all night. You Ooh. said you wanted to get hammered. I did not say that. What are you doing? Gonna put it in the freezer. But I'm fine. So I'm gonna rate this out of uh, compared to all the. Obviously, we're gonna put this in not last place. Yeah, grab me one right over there too. This is not last place. Which is in last place? I don't remember. Uh, Toad's moonshine. Hundred percent right. last place. No, that no Jaeger. Sucked. Oh, there's Jaeger in there. Hard pass on the Jaeger. So I I do a lot of theme guns and I I buy the 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 uh the liquor for them. It's not even been opened yet. What the? You just got a full bottle of Jaeger sitting in your fridge? You That's because Jaeger sucks. Like Jaeger. Yeah, I did a Jaeger gun a while ago. And this has been here this whole time and you never told me about it. No, you knew about you it. You knew about it. We've I talked about it before. Still in the fridge, jackass. I happen to enjoy this stuff. Johnson, can I have one while you're over there, bud? Please. Well, not so, over there anymore. I would rate this, I'm going to say two and a half out of five. How do you guys not like that? Had a bad not experience. Not like Jaeger? And it reminds me of black so, licorice. You like Jaeger better than licorice. whiskey. Yeah, it's supposed yes. to taste like black licorice. Yeah, black licorice. I love licorice. Jaeger. Who likes you supposed black licorice, to be, I do. Commies. Aren't you supposed to be like, like Irish? Don't Irish love whiskey? I like Irish whiskey. I don't like that shit. Like give, so me, give me a bottle like of American whiskey. So you don't you like American commie. whiskey, yo. <laughs> Apparently, commie. everyone's a commie. To I me. tell you what, you German <laughs> bastard, go f- yourself. How's that? Yeah, that's it. I'm gonna rate this the <laughs> slight. If I would rate, okay, out of one one to five stars, is that how we're doing this? Mm-hmm. Uh, the moonshine got a half a star. This yeah. gets point six. Oh, okay. I actually liked my moonshine better than this crap. No. No. Dude, the moonshine was like 150 proof. There's one at 87. Grow a pair of balls. (laughs) You're telling me to grow a pair of balls and you won't even finish it. 
No, you're right. I won't. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm a very complicated person. Leave me alone. Oh, apparently. Yeah, that's not good. I'll it's just... definitely not in the top three, so other no. than I mean, it doesn't it's... really matter. No, but it's drinkable. It's not that... Actually, you know, I found a really good use for that moonshine. If, if Mix you... it with Monster, and it's freaking awesome. Why don't we put it in the flamethrower tomorrow? I don't have any. I will I say... I to burn my trash. <laughs> I will say that if you were a raging alcoholic and you needed something to get your fix, yes, you could drink that whiskey. Oh, it's not. You, you're such a pussy. It's not even that bad, dude. It's not good. Dude, it's been sitting on your shelf for a year and a half because you said it sucked so bad you didn't want to drink it anymore. I don't. You, I and haven't been drinking The only reason it's whiskey, whiskey of the week lately. is because we forgot to get a good bottle. Actually, I've been drinking uh, rum lately, so I haven't been drinking that much whiskey. Yeah, that I I just do not Sounds prefer that. I do not think that that is a good whiskey. I think it's just your average whiskey. I think so too, but I think it's on the it's very bottom average. edge of I th- average. I think it's like if does Hawkeye make a whiskey? I don't know. I think if Probably. Hawkeye made a whiskey and put it in a fancy bottle, you get Soldier Valley. Yeah, probably. I mean, that's that a, is it, a pretty it, sweet it, bottle, though. It yeah, tastes, it's an awesome yeah, bottle. Yeah, it's a cool bottle Looks and like a cool. Yeah, it's the easy. most patriotic bottle we have, and here y'all knocking it, you freaking commies. Gee, many Christmas. Yeah, because it's terrible. Your ancestors were, we're not knocking it because it's patriotic. No, it's no they weren't, Toad. Terrible. Germans. They were Germans. So, um, anyways, we're just going to power right through this horrible whiskey that these guys don't like. I think it's all right. You just called it horrible and then said these guys don't like it. <laughs> well, I, I don't really, frankly, think it's that bad. But I'm going to I'm gonna put two and a half stars just because it's... Once you get two stars, it's drinkable, so I'm going to put a half a star above that. I think it's all right. Johnson, how much of that bottle of Jaeger do you think you and I could down before this thing's over with? Very, very small amount. <laughs> give each $10 if you'd finish it. Absolutely If not. you can get it down to the to the deer head, I'll give you each 20 Nope. <laughs> so, I, I like anyways, Jaeger, but I will just... Wait, no. Every once in a while, drink a How much bit. money are you giving out to get it down to the deer head? Ten bucks a piece. Not that very is much. Just a terrible. I'll buy you supper. Yeah. Nope. You, you got supper, supper waiting so for me. I'm not throwing that. Black <laughs> <all over laughs> yeah. So guys, um, this I know this is Saturday night. So sorry, we're we're stuck on the drinking aspect of it a little bit. But yes, we do talk about firearms quite a bit. This is not a firearm. Um, next subject, or but they came out with an adult red rider, like an adult sized red rider here and here. I got seventy up on the bucks behind your box. I kind of want to buy one just to put it on my wall. Yeah, it I looks mean, like it's, a red writer. It's, yeah. There's right. nothing special about it. There's nothing really that cool. But my question is, why haven't they came out with like a freaking thirty thirty version of it, or four fifty Bushmaster, or something freaking cool? You know, forty five seventy, an actual a man size. So they do their called henry's or Marlins. no 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 i mean like i mean yes i know but like modeled you're after about, you're talking about well, daisy in general modeled yeah. after that like i think daisy and red Rider, or excuse me red rider and like uh um marlin or marlin henry. or henry should come out with one of those yeah. modeled after that yeah, like that how could badass be cool, would that be see because then they would have to retool their entire factory and no, i'm not they saying would, they would go from their cost being thirty three cents a red rider to probably. No, I'm not saying red rider. Red rider couldn't produce it because I'm sure they're not licensed to. I'm saying like Marlin or something come out with a special edition with a red or rider frankly, special edition. Uh, or me, or me. I mean, I'm sure we could we could build one that looks 
yeah. similar somehow. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think it'd be kind of cool. I think it it'd be a be fun project cool. to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I seen a uh, there was a video I was watching on Facebook a while back, and I think it was Tactical Toolbox. He's one of my favorite uh, favorite YouTubers. Uh, does quite a bit of gun stuff. Um, but he turned a uh, he bought a Nerf gun. Oh yeah, and I he saw put that. the uh, he put a uh, I think it was just like a ten twenty two barrel in action inside yep. it and made it function with all <laughs> all the all the Nerf shit in it. Yeah, it was pretty cool actually. Yeah. I mean, that's not something you want to leave laying around your house, obviously, but... <laughs> Guess what I have a Nerf for? Sure, Tommy. <laughs> Pow! <laughs> Jimmy, are you okay? What, what was that one meme? I think I brought the wrong gun. <laughs> it was when you checking you brought his the pistol, wrong gun to the airsoft. And he's staring down at his pistol, and he's like, it was when you realize after the first it? shot that you brought the wrong gun to the airsoft match. <laughs> wasn't it Grantham? I think it I was Grantham looking at the know. pistol all funny. When you realize your face, when you realize you brought the wrong gun to the airsoft match, yeah, yeah that would do it. Yeah, that's a that's a bad deal. So, speaking of YouTubers, you're talking about Tactical Toolbox now. FPS Russia, mm-hmm. I think in the last month is now out of federal prison. He is. I didn't know he was ever in federal prison. Oh, yeah. I knew he got a, a bunch of shit happened, but I didn't know he was ever really so charged es- with anything. So essentially what happened was um, actually back in like 2013, it was initially he got raided by the FBI for some sort of shit. So um, nothing really ended up coming too much out of that. Well, that was after Keith Ratcliffe, the guy that got him all his guns, was found dead. No, no, no. This was still, this was before that. Yeah, this, this was, was the first raid. He had been in trouble for something. Um, they, they, his, one of his, one of his team members, that Radcliffe, he ended up dying, and people were questioning who did it, and he was one of the suspects or whatever. The reason he went to federal prison is because he was arrested for possession of marijuana. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, that's right. He had, I think, he had like an ounce of ounce of weed on him. No, actually, it wasn't even white weed. It was this honey, honey syrup concentrate weed shit. I don't even know what it right. was. But get this, it wasn't. He didn't have it on him. They found it in his PO box. Right. And so, and they charged so, him with possession, even though it wasn't in his possession. Whatever. So, did you hear that? Did you hear how they got the the feds got the warrant to go to his house? Mm-mm. So he was wearing shorts. That was their reason for getting the warrant. What does that have to do with anything? Because if he was in possession of marijuana, he was wearing shorts, which meant he was going to return home. Had he been wearing pants, he could be out on, out, just going about his day. But Wasn't since, he from Georgia? Yes. So what the hell? You exactly. can wear shorts all the time. Exactly. But since he was wearing shorts, it was he was going to return home, which meant that got them the warrant. The state was like, oh yeah, you can throw all that stuff out. None of that's going to stick, whatever. The feds were like, yeah, we don't care. You're, We're serving that warrant. We're going to your house right. and searching it. So essentially he got charged with uh, possession and intent to distribute of marijuana, basically, yep. which since it was uh, over a certain amount, it's a felony. So the ATF raided his, his home and I believe his dad's home too. Mm-hmm. Um, took 50-some firearms. He said in a podcast that he's a part of now, he said that um, they seized roughly $400,000 worth of firearms right. from him. Yeah, and for just... And, and, and 
let me get like I'm not I, I'm not a weed guy, um, but you know I'm about freedom. So frankly, I think that the fact that you own a fucking plant and all of a sudden he lost his gun rights for the rest of his life, he lost he lost he lost the ability to protect himself and his family. And um, for owning a weed plant is frankly outrageous. And I don't want to get into a discussion about this, but to me, I think that is that should be on this. I think marijuana should be on the same level as alcohol because alcohol has statistically killed a lot more people than marijuana. Well, has. you're right. But, we probably we probably shouldn't get into it. But I think we're all on the same page. I think we're all more on the freedom side. Um, but I, fr- I find it outrageous that they use that to seize almost half a million dollars of his shit. And now yeah. he's, he's marked for the rest of his life. Yep. He's yep. been in federal prison for how long? And <clears throat> he, he lost his abilities to protect himself. He lost his second amendment rights for I the know rest his, of his life. His last video on YouTube was over three years ago. Right. So yeah. while well, he's no well, now he's on another YouTube, um, channel, isn't he? And he's doing something like video. I believe he's in video games now. Yeah. So and that's initially how he got his start. Actually, right. Was he was in? He started yeah. a, a video yeah. game channel and shit. Yeah. And I was doing. And I wonder how many people actually know that. Um. That 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 accent was completely fake. Yeah, his name is Kyle. I think most right. people know by now. Yeah. Right. But back then, not a lot right. And the reason the reason he started using that accent actually is because he worked with a guy that was a, a car dealership that was a Russian. That was a Russian, and he he liked his his accent, so right. he started copying it and shit. Yeah. And but I guess it worked for him. So you think you think he would have went near as big as he did if he didn't use that accent? No. No. If he'd have been like, "Hey, this is Kyle." Hey, Kyle like, hey, from dudes. Georgia. Hello, my friends. This is FPS Russia again. Uh, today we got some uh, A12 yeah. shotguns for you to use. So, Box, what kind of accent can you do? Maybe we should start doing accents. Um, <laughs> this is the best I can do. America, I, I, I call I that the okay. narcissistic a hole accent. <laughs> Not a Sam, what about you? Can you do an answer? <laughs> I no, I I suck at accents. I really. What about you, Jonathan? I I, I can... hate accents. I'll tell you that right now. They bug the shit out of me. Why? So you don't like people? So that, yeah, that sounds racist, racist. Son of a bitch. I knew that was where racist. That was gonna go. son they just of a annoy bitch. me. I don't know. Yeah. I can do a lot of them, like. Yeah, I know. know. The only I accent. Know. The only accent that annoys me is like uh, New York or New Jersey. Yeah, that's annoying. I, those. No. I don't know. It's partly hey, because hey, I'm stupid and it Boston takes my brain guy? a little longer to catch up to what they're you? saying. No, right. that that cracks me up. Yeah, I don't. I like so. I think. Minnesota and Wisconsin are the most so funny to dumb. listen to. Yeah, yes. I used to I used to date a girl from Minnesota, and I she actually told... got a freaking. I started elongating. I got that accent. I started elongating my O's. Toad, boat, <laughs> hose. I was fishing up in uh, uh, northern Minnesota. Yeah. There's a moose about the yeah, hoose. <laughs> right. I was fishing in northern Minnesota about oh how long time it about eight years ago or so, and. No. I got sent to town for a beer run. Well, you can't buy beer at gas stations in Minnesota, obviously. So you can. It's you, just lower alcohol percentage. Not, not, this, this town's gas stations did not sell any beer. Oh, and dry uh, so county. You had to go to the bar. So I ended up going to town at like four o'clock, and I was still at the bar at like seven o'clock. So I was like, okay, my fr- other friend had come, and he was sober, and I was like, all right, I'll buy the beer since I was supposed to get it originally, but I'm hammered. You're driving. He's like, no problem. So. I go back there, and this lady behind me was like, I heard him talking, and apparently, I, to us, obviously, we don't sound different. 
But to her, I sounded completely out of Weird. this world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she goes, she tapped me on the shoulder. She goes, do you have an accent? And my stupid drunken brain clicked in and was like, well, let's f*** with this lady. <laughs> so I turned around and I was like, uh, sorry, love. I didn't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and she goes, you do have an accent. <laughs> I was at the bar for another 30 minutes talking like an Australian. <laughs> And I didn't pay for a single drink. And then I woke up the next morning and felt like a total dick. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you re- you don't realize how much, like, even even Northwest Iowa, we got our own accent. Like, when I was in Kansas City, I had quite a, several people tell me, where are you from? You got quite an accent. Or, oh. You know, and I went out to, I went to Colorado one time. This was when I was living back here in Iowa. And we went to Colorado with a bunch of our friends from Kansas City. And I walked in the door and uh, started talking to people. And this, another girl was back in the kitchen, you know, who's got, she runs, runs out. Who's got the accent? You know, who is that? I'm like, what the, f- I don't have a freaking accent. You know, you don't realize you, right. you do obviously, the, you know, the craziest thing with accents for me, like I've, I've been to a few different countries overseas and I've heard a few different ones and they all sound, you know, and everybody's really nice except for that one lady that got into politics with me during the 2016 election in England. But my dad is from Iowa, but he's from far southeast Iowa. And to this day, the refrigerator is still an icebox and the kitchen sink is a zinc. Like, and he's lost most of his accent until his sisters and brother come back. And then you don't understand a word he's saying because it's like they are from a lost tribe of white people in the <laughs> Appalachian Mountain Range. Because they're just, like, I remember one time my aunt called the house and she's like, yeah, Junior. Excuse me? Yeah, June, see there? My dad's middle name is Junior. He's not a Junior. It's just Junior. And I'm like, who is it? Aunt Diane. What? Dad, somebody's on the phone for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, uh... like, I don't understand this person. Talk to them. <laughs> yeah. They are about the nicest people ever, though. But I it, mean... is, it is funny how, like, even... Throughout Iowa, there's a different accent, but throughout the country, there's so many different yep. accents and weird, and accents yeah, and it's things, crazy. Things people Cause, say. Because, and... like, even from here up to, like, Rochester, Minnesota, I have a couple <clears throat> friends from the Rochester area, and they have, like, a super heavy Minnesota accent. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, Rochester's, like, four hours from here. Uh-huh. Right. You yeah, know, it's, it's, it's like amazing. you drive four hours and people talk completely mm-hmm. different. It's, it's amazing. Weird, but... So um, what is your most attractive accent, like on a, on a female? Oh, you guys... It's a toss-up for me between Irish and Australian. I would say Irish is one of the, yeah, that's like. Uh, Irish was voted the number one sexiest accent in, I in think, the world. I think so. That, that, well, that, that show Burn Notice. Oh, Fiona. Fiona. Oh, my. The worst thing for me was I wasn't in Ireland at the time. I was in the airport in Edinburgh, Scotland. And Scottish accents, like, there's some pretty good Scottish, pretty good looking Scottish women. And I was was single during that particular trip. And uh, I got to my hotel that night, and the concierge at the front desk was... Ask you if you wanted an escort? No. God. Wish. uh, (laughs) I still still remember her name. Her name was Rianne Rose, and she was a... Australian girl living in Scotland, and my mind kind of imploded. <laughs> what the hell's going on here? <laughs> I was just like, "Oh my god, is there a glitch in the Matrix?" <laughs> right. No, I don't. I can't say I have a. Favorite Toad? Yeah, I don't. Accent. I don't 
Really? It's just weird to if me. They're, if they're fluent in freedom, What do you mean weird? I get What's weird excited? to you? To think an accent is sexy. Right. Really? I mean, it just goes... I mean, they can the have person a person. Right. They say, can have like a sexy voice, but yeah, to specify that as an accent, no, well, I find I can't. No, I, I, I guess I can't just put I my finger say, on one and rate, be like, "Oh, a French rate, woman." Or, I would rate like you know. uh, probably. I think Irish is pretty. And then, the only and thing southern, I can think of southern accent is I really. I would rate too. them on how well I can understand them. Yeah, <laughs> you're you're a southern, racist. Son okay. of a Why bitch. is that racist? I can't understand some some accents like southern. Southern is good. Just I think because I don't know, they're just they're sweet, you know, they talk sweet to you, they're just nice, you know, and I think that's part of it. But I think like maybe Swedish. Yeah, Swedish would be pretty nice. I actually I used to have a customer in Sioux Falls, um, her and her husband were both doctor doctors and they were from Iceland. And oh, yeah, I... she was one of those tall, very beautiful blonde women. She was, I'm six foot three, and I think she matched me in height, but she had, well, he, both of them, they had the coolest accent, like, totally understood everything they said, but their inflection and syntax and everything was just like, wow, that's really freaking cool, but. Did you guys, that, uh, like, there's a country over there in the, in the Baltic somewhere, like Uzbekistan or some shit. One of the stands. One of the, one of the stands (laughs) that doesn't sound real. There was a. There was Make a video. There was a video the other day of uh, their, one of their news anchors, and the caption was like, uh, "Oh this, my god, this sounds like a diesel truck trying to, trying to start in the cold." And the guy's just like, "You're like what? What? That sounded yeah. Chinese. Uh, I, I don't. I, I don't. That, I saw that it. video on that. Shit. I love my hilarious. Ass that was like that. a diesel train to start in negative twenty, and it was <laughs> freaking hilarious. Like what in the hell is that even a language? I don't man? know. I think. It sounds most, like you threw a bunch of shit down the stairs. <laughs> I think right. The, the most difficult accent I ran into um, while I was over in England was. Uh, have you guys seen the movie Snatch? Yeah. Have we seen the movie Snatch? Okay, I'm taking that as yes. So Pikeys didn't plan on running into them, but we did. So we got to. Um, I was with my sister on this this trip, and uh, we got to the. Steel Falls outside of Ben Nevis. They filmed part of a Harry Potter movie there. My sister really likes Harry Potter. And I admit, it was freaking cool once we got up there. I had to hike like a mile and a half, two miles up this canyon gorge. And it was absolutely gorgeous. Had a great time. Had to cross one of those wire bridges where there's like two handholds on either side. And there's like a wire in the middle. And absolutely beautiful scenery. We get back. And in the parking lot, there's a caravan. As a freaking camper, but they call it a caravan. And there's a group of people off in the woods with a fire. And I'm, I looked at Katie and I go, oh, shit, pikeys, we got to get to the car and get out of here. But they saw us. There's nobody else around. And I am i don't have a pocket knife. I don't have shit on me. I'm thinking, ah, oh, crap. And the guy comes up and he's like, how's a big man? I go, what? How's a big man? He was saying, how's it going, big man? But he was saying it so damn fast. I didn't know what he was saying. And then, well, that this was this was Brad Pitt's character in the movie. Yeah, you exactly. couldn't understand a damn word he said through the right. entire movie. Anyways. Yeah, <clears throat> I we stood there and talked to him for like half an hour, and, and you just nodded your head. Uh-huh. Pretty yeah, much, but yeah. like uh-huh. you could tell they were on something because his his girlfriend and a couple of other ones come up and they were talking and um 
you know how drug addicts sometimes get those like kind of a I call it a half moon face, kind of a sunken face, where if they've done enough and they don't have any freaking teeth, their face kind of concaves in a little bit. Oh, I yeah. haven't hung around with a lot of druggies, I guess. Well, so I don't know. You don't watch enough Light PD. Um, no, I don't. I do not. <laughs> no. And uh, she starts talking. She's like, she asked my sister. She goes, "Is this your is this your husband?" She's like, "No, this is my brother." He's just a lot bigger than me. And she's like, oh, I can see that. She's looking me up and down. And I'm like, we got to get in the car right now. He's <laughs> like, I want to go. I don't feel comfortable. <laughs> she's well, she's going to take advantage of me. <laughs> we got in the car and Katie's like, what the fuck? I was like, drive. <laughs> yeah, get me out of here. Uh, so we got a, uh, me and um, before you two got here, me and Johnson were watching a a, a video. Uh, from T-Rex Arms, bought a new system they developed um, called the Chameleon Variable Threat uh, System. Um, it looks like a pretty cool deal. Johnson, what's that, that all about? So, uh, Lucas with T-Rex Arms, he does a lot of uh, military and police force training. And he noticed in doing a lot of uh, close quarters training and going through shoot houses and stuff that guys were almost just memorizing the shoot house and they weren't worried about threat analysis or threat detection. They, they just knew what the targets they looked just like. Knew what if the they had a red shirt and a guy had a rifle, then they knew to shoot him. So they'd see the red shirt, essentially. Well, they'd see the red shirt or, hey, when we go in this third room, I know that i got to shoot the guy on the left behind the door. Right? They would just memorize where their targets, where their shoot and no-shoot targets were. They were just memorizing the shoot house. So they were they were going through and doing all the footwork correctly and pie in the room correctly and all that stuff, but they weren't actually doing any analysis of the person or threat detection or anything. So they went through and developed a target system that gives almost unrepeatable targets, basically. I think he was saying he could print off 10,000 targets without seeing the same one twice. So it was different body shapes, different clothes, different, you know, males, females, kids, um, facial different hair, colors, facial hair, everything. Yeah. Like, and they could have, you know, long guns, melee weapons, pistols, uh, cell phones, you know, in different positions with different camera angles with, you know, so that it was basically making it so when people are running a shoot house, they can go out and change these targets. So as the guys go through these rooms, they actually have to look at the targets and see if it is a threat. And they also even had, when they were modeling up all these people, they even put the vitals inside the model of the person so they could actually put a hitbox on where it was going to be a So if you're looking hit. at the side, side view of this person, you could still see where the... Where they hit, um, where the vital organs were for hit, yeah. Which, um, I mean, really, this is more based towards um, law enforcement and and military and that type of thing. Um, but it's it's still available to everybody, and I think it'd be a cool, uh, interesting training technique because to, to us, when we go out and train, we shoot, you know, uh, a cardboard target. The A zone's right there. They're looking at you. That's just, just what right. It is. Yeah, they're not quartered or, away. Or, or realistically, I mean, the chances of that happening are, you know, 
never, never going to happen. You're never going to be encountered with a person that's just... Yeah, you're not going to have an exact seven-yard shot, somebody squared up with you dueling on Main Street. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And so it, it, was, it was just good, and... I think it's. I just liked it because of the innovation of it. Just because you know, you don't. It's a problem that you don't think about not going through that kind of training. Mm-hmm. But when you think about all these guys that do go through that training quite frequently, you know, if it's like a larger city SWAT team or something, and you go through and go to clear a house, and you're just, yep, I'm the third guy in the door. I, you know, I take the right quarter. And I'll pie this quarter of the room. I know there's a guy with an AK on the right, you know, mm-hmm. and you just memorize the shoot house and you don't really think about it. You're still doing your footwork. You're still doing, you know, your room entries and doorways and all that stuff. You're doing it all the same. And I mean, it is good to practice those fundamentals of that stuff. But if you're not looking through the room and seeing what threat needs eliminated and what is a no shoot target and you're just going through and shooting, well, how does that you know, how does that play out in a real world scenario if you're not actually doing threat detection? Right. You know, so practicing that actual threat detection is a little, you know, it's, it gives a little more realistic feel to that. I think that's something we training. should eventually do is go to a shoot house and, um, you know, try yeah, to I think it'd be do cool. some of that I think shit. there's a whole lot of other training that we need to do first. Well, oh, yes, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, sure. First, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's not something that they let, like, um, be, novices it, do. Right. I just I think it absolutely is. No, no, yes, so it much. is. There's a lot of guys out there that that's what it's about. Well, even RevTech, yeah. when you go through, you can't just go over and sign up for any class at RevTech. They got to, they say, hey, you have to be have taken these classes before. Well, yeah, you got to know not, what the hell you're doing. Yeah, so they know, don't but, let you just go and take a, 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 a close quarters combat course if you don't have any previous training with them. Right, and I, I, I mean, I think it not would be just cool. shoot house, but clo- close quarters combat is is completely different too. Right. that's like hands-on well yeah shit. force on force and, and i've stuff taken like that. i've but taken yeah, a little you bit can of that. Be a, a beginner if you want yeah I, and i'm sure there's different courses for different you know skill levels and things like that you know like as a beginner as a new shooter and you want to go in and go through a shoot house they might give you an airsoft gun to walk through the room you know something like that but right. and I'd, i don't I'd i think done... it would be i think it would be cool to go through a shoot house you know just kind of and go through a class actually and learn how to do it properly and what you're doing i went over to a class in the city well it was a it was a full day deal and they did in, like intro to several different classes and intro to 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 like handgun combatives was one of them and they you know they just very very slight um you know breaking contact they showed you you know the best way to break contact and get to your weapon and you know grappling and just little shit like that and it's 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 pretty interesting and i think that's i think that like most people like have this view of what like um what um them having what the to draw their weapon be is right be like right, right. They it's think, always the ideal situation right and they say head. well right. most of the times i train at seven yards because that's what the most abs- you know that's what m- most uh and the in probability says that is you know your most common no the average range. the average says that so that's what i'm that's saying the just thing, that's the thing though an average is not by like, the number i mean a lot of times average is there's a hell of a lot more closer than seven yards, and there's a hell of a lot more longer than seven yards. So, you know, right? there's a very good possibility that it's going to be a hell of a lot closer yeah. than that. And, and, that's, and people just go by the numbers. And, I mean, there is some... Um, which I think is wrong. 
Yeah. I don't think you should go by the numbers. Yeah. I think you, well. I mean, to a point, yeah, but. Right. To just get the, being like, to well, get this basics. is probably, that's just like saying, well, that's probably never going to happen to me. Well, you're right. probably never going to get in a gunfight either, so. Right, yeah. But I think, I don't know, I think that going by the numbers, it gets you a a basis to start from. I think that's where you need to start training. You know, yeah, I think, it, you know, that's a good, that's a good place to start going on the average is just a good place to start. If you're a new shooter, Yeah. you know, as, as an experienced shooter, obviously you're going to need to do a lot more than that. But, and I think, um, the other thing is like, people don't realize like there was a, there was an incident here, um, this last summer in, in Sioux city that, um, a guy was, there was an incident outside of a bar and he ended up getting, um, socked from the side, just a sucker punch, and he fell down, hit his head on the curb, ended up dying. I was a yep. a friend of uh, a cousin of one of our good friends, and I think, man, it's like there's a lot of that go- that goes on that just like, well, first off, and I, I I'm not faulting the guy for being like you know it was obviously a situation that was volatile that. Yeah. was better off avoided but the hell you don't know that right like the, and, the body language all the guys around him could have been pretty freaking cool up until that point and then all of a right. sudden something just happens and and you're done you know and that's yeah and that's it but like um situational awareness is so important and that's something that's so so freaking rare in this world the situational importance like walk into a you could literally i guarantee you you could walk into a fucking walmart and a mexican restaurant Hardy's wherever night. I would bet you half the time you walk in under the freaking AR. I guarantee you, I it'd guarantee take, you half the people, a half, half the people in that place wouldn't have a fucking clue because they're on their phone seeing what Johnny down the street was just up to what, yeah. what he was cooking for supper. You know, yeah. people are so completely freaking clueless. Yeah. And I think that's the, the most important thing is well, when you're out in public. Yep. And it's funny you mentioned that because, uh, my girlfriend and I, we walked through, uh, like through the mall, the one time, and she's like, "Why are you always looking around?" I'm like, "I just like to know what's around me." Same with concerts. We go to a concert, and she's like, "You don't look like you're enjoying yourself." I'm like, "I'm having a good time, but I'm just kind of yeah, staring just too around." Many damn like, people. There's too many people. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like this situation. I hate big crowds, right. and I want to know what the hell's around me. And it's just something I I do, and I've always done. Mostly, not so much from the fact, you know. It is basically situational awareness, but it's more from the fact that, like, I hate big crowds. Yeah. I don't like crowded spaces, and if somebody starts something, I want to be able to either get the hell away or react in time to yeah. not either get my ass kicked so, or shot. So, I think part of that, too, I, I think another good training point in that is, you know, not only, like, a shoot house or whatever, you know, because that's going to be a skill that the likelihood of you using it is virtually zero as a civilian. You know, you're not going to go through and clear a house. I mean, you might have to clear your own house. I did one time. And knowing how to, knowing how to pie a room properly and things like that. Yeah, that's all good skills to have. And the more you can learn, the better off you are. But I think being able to adapt to the situation is is a skill that everybody needs to work on. And I think a really good tool, which we don't really have access to around here. And I think it needs to be something that we do have access to. I think that's something that needs to come around here is a simulator. 
Mm, yeah. I think that would be a really good tool for, you know, because you can change the outcome based on the person that's running through the simulator on how they... Uh, doesn't American Brothers in Arms have one? I don't know. The, uh, they uh, might. They version shooting, of one? They have a shooting simulator. They don't have an actual, like... Situational. Because just you can go in and practice with like a that laser trainer. Yeah, because okay. the thing, the things that the ones that I've seen, you know, are are virtually for your pistol, you know, because they, I mean, I'm sure they have them for rifles as well. But you can go through like as a law enforcement officer or as just a civilian at a gas station, or and they can change the situ, you know, change the scenario and mm -hmm. basically tailor it to how you're responding to the situation. Right. So somebody's running the computer and you can change the scenario based on how the person reacts. And I think that's a that's a good tool as a concealed carry permit holder right. that you, that you would be able to adapt the situation and try and, you know, how you respond to the situation or how you can Well, yeah, I agree with you. It'd be nice if we had access to one of those, but I mean, obviously the majority of us don't, but I think um the more important thing than that is just thinking about these situations before you go into them. Like the worst thing in the world is if you walked into or you you were in a convenience store and and something happened and you had never thought about this before. You know, somebody was hurt was uh, holding up the the freaking place with a, a knife or something, or and you, you never had thought about what am I gonna do? The cashier's behind the freaking counter. You know, um, her threat, her life is not at risk at this point in time. You know, she's five feet away from the toad while you're over there. Yep. She's five feet away from That's that. Per Actually, there's one right there. Spray yeah, the infield. You know, you know what I'm saying? I'm just, I think no, the most important thing is you, you, you go through these scenarios in your head and you kind of think, hey, how are you going to react? in these scenarios before that they happen. Because, I mean, the worst thing in the world is if you walk into public and you have no clue how you're going to react when anything happens, if you think about these things and realize that this shit happens in real life before you go out into the world, I think that's a, a, a pretty important aspect of it. Right. Too. No, I, like, I, I was going to, this has been something that we've, I've been planning on and talking about for a long time. We'll go in more in depth to it later, at a later date when I actually manage <clears> to finish the book. But uh, that reminded me, Sam, one of the things in this book or his situations he talks about is how would you guys react? You're in this, there's this gas station and you've met the cashier several times. He seems like a nice guy. You don't, you're not real buddy, buddy with him or anything, but you just, your typical cashier, you know, he seems, seems all right, but you're in there someday and the place gets held up. The guy has a gun to the cashier's head. You have a clear shot at at the uh the suspect. What do you do? Um that's a really good question. Why is that a good question? If you have a if you have if for at least for me, at least for me if the uh, the a gun is pointed at an innocent person's head, I have a clear shot that I'm taking that yeah, shot yeah, personally. Personally, the, that's my the, view the, on. It. Here's the thing with that though. I mean, um you know, there's a lot of variables that would come into play with that, but the one thing that, and I'm, I'm, I'm not, not going to lie. I'm a bit of a worrier. So like in the back of my head, I'm thinking, okay, so what if I shoot this guy in the head from, you know, 10 feet away and his finger twitches and shoots the, 
cashier. Like in my mind, the thing to do would be to be like, "Hey, drop that f-ing gun," and have him hopefully turn towards Focus me on you a little right. bit. And as soon as that gun came off of that cashier, then shoot him. When he's turning towards you, because I wouldn't want to shoot somebody that has a gun pointed at somebody else. And if I shoot him and he shoots that guy, is there ever any okay. is is there any evidence of that like ever I mean, happening? I'm I'm. I'm I'm leading up to something here. Sam, time out. Johnson, do do you have an answer to what you would do in that situation? In that situation, if if I see someone, if I'm carrying and I see someone holding a person at gunpoint and has like a gun to their head, nine times out of ten, I would say that I would take that shot. If I had a clear shot, I would say that I would take that shot. Okay. I may announce my presence, but I'm probably mm-hmm. gonna no. Nope. I because think, all okay. that the only thing that does, <laughs> you announce yourself, guess what? He's moving. Yeah. Okay. The you guys are thinking tactics over here. I'm gonna throw in one more variable here that may change absolutely everything. The cashier uh he has a bunch of kitty porn on his computer. What do you do then? How are the you hell gonna, do you know that? That's that's a variable. This happened in the the writer of this book's the author of this book. The cashier at his local gas station, he seemed like a good guy, had nothing wrong with him, and then he got convicted of selling or distributing kitty porn. So what do you do? How then? do we how do we know that ahead of time? That's the point. You don't know what you don't know. That's the like the I, that's I a just, big it doesn't point matter. That may, that would Why it, does it, it, it you it, said you would do that, you would protect that an innocent 100%. man's life. That he's no longer an innocent man. You'd protect a pedophile. Is what you're no, saying because now. you don't know that before that situation That's, happens. I know. So that I don't care that because before that situation happens, like there, there's never a time and that would never in a million years happen that you that that would go through your mind. Maybe this guy has kitty porn. It would never but happen. The, I'm point, so the, gonna, point, the point is, you don't know what you don't know. You don't know right. who you're protecting, and you don't so. The point of this book, book is yes, it does. The point you, I want you guys to read this book, and you can all gain a shitload from it, like I have. It's called *Violence of Mind* by Varg Freeborn. Freeborn, grew, you grew up in a criminal house. Is there's just drugs everywhere, and he he went to prison. Yet he admits he tells a story. He's he's killed people. He stabbed a guy twenty eight times because they he was uh, he thought he was diddling his girlfriend or something like that and the guy got drunk and came after him and he was just a little 130 pound guy and he defended himself 28 him. times he stabbed this guy 28 times and went to prison for it seems a little because excessive. they because they well he this guy was like 250 pounds that attacked him and he had friends and they were going to throw him in the trunk of his car but you mm-hmm. guys would have to read it's actually a really really good story that he tells in the book but there's he points out a lot of really really good points in that in that book that you would never think about. But what, right, and that's and, and the point it, of that. The point, sorry, the point of that is said. You said well, you don't think about a lot of these things before you out, go out, Sam. Is to think about it beforehand and set your mission. Right. So, but, so what's but your, in your eyes, if you if you did not know prior to, if if you didn't know prior to trying to protect this cashier that he had kitty porn on his computer, right? That's an that's an unknown variable to you beforehand, correct? Yep. 
So in your eyes, is that still an innocent person not knowing that he has kitty porn on your computer? Is it point, not your moral duty to protect an innocent person who is an innocent person your innocent in your person. eyes? It doesn't matter if it's in your eyes. He's not an innocent person. It's not your problem. That's the point of this. So, of this so book. what are you saying? Is, what are you saying that, that so you should only protect yourself and protect this, no others? Because it, because the that's, point of this a, that's book, a moral that's a moral dilemma that you have to go, solve. I, I can't for say yourself. that's for everyone. Yeah, that's right. That's you, a, that's a moral that's, that comes upon setting your your mission. Right. Of if, why you if carry it's it. protecting, if you're out to protect you and your own. Right. Putting yourself in a dangerous dangerous situation is not part of your mission. Right. Your that's, mission is to. Get the fuck out of there! Right, and that and you're done. That has to be that has to be a moral. Yeah, that's a moral that's your situation. Yeah, right, because your your moral fortitude in those situations and your moral mission. You know, am I here to protect everyone? Is that a law enforcement officer's position to protect people, protect innocent people? Right, or is it your is it your duty to try and protect that, or do you try and remove yourself and your family and your loved ones from that situation? Well, right? I, I and remove protect myself and my needed. family. That's the right. very first thing: is remove right. myself well, and my I, family from the chance of any any sort of if, violence. If right. y- w- it, yes, if you're with your loved ones, that's it, I'll that, remove the situation. Too. Well, I guess so. It, here's you're in you're in. I a guess case for me and you, or for you're the in majority a, of us, we don't have wife and kids and stuff like that so so you're but you're saying if you ran into this situation in the cases you're just removing yourself and that cashier you're just yourself i would i'm not i would say that would be very difficult for me to remove myself from the situation but that would yes that is the right choice for me well i mean everybody's inside say i have a family and kids at home that changes. That changes. See? For me, yeah, I'm exactly. a, I'm a so single diff- person. It doesn't from, matter. That's why I'm me. saying it's got to be a. At, at, that is a moral decision, right? For me, that guy's make. that guy's brains are on the on the wall. That's just that's just. I've made up my mind, and I know exactly like what I can live with and what I can't. But I know for a fact. I know a hundred percent for a fact that if I was in that store, and that cashier got shot in the face because I was standing there and watching him, I know that that would bug me the rest of my life. And I know for a fact but, that if I shot the guy in the head, th- that that would bug but, me a hell of a lot less than if the cashier got shot in the head. Right. So but Because say, I didn't take action. Say later, though, Sam. doesn't matter. La- should, later has no... You just no. said later it would bug you the rest of your life if you did nothing. Say it comes out later. You shot that robber in the head, and it comes out later that that cashier gets arrested for being a pedophile. It wouldn't matter to me. Why I'd, would it not matter? Because what I did, because life. what I did in that moment was the best thing for that moment. That does not matter. How, the the situation that, doesn't change not, down the road. The hell, it doesn't. No, if <laughs> you can't change the past, what I knew you're in changing the, the future. What I knew in that in that moment, what I knew in that moment does not. You can't change the past. It doesn't matter about the past. Say that pedophile is planning to go rape some nine-year-old the next day. No, you don't. That's not how that works. Yes, it is. You don't know what you don't know, (laughs) Sam. Box, you've kind of presented us with a a bit of an impossible, you know, not impossible situation. No, because that is not an impossible situation. I understand where you're coming from, but I know that my... Because you're saying you can't live with it if you watch that cashier get get shot in the face. Because nine times out of ten, that guy is not a kitty. That's not a kitty diddler. What about the one one time out of ten, though, Sam? It's not even one time out of ten. That's like 99 out of ten. This isn't about the numbers. Here's the other part of that, though. 
It can always happen. That's the point. You don't know what so, you don't know. Ever. Well, and here's the other thing. Is the guy that's holding up the cashier at gunpoint, is this the dad of a kid who exactly. just got raped by this kid? Or is it some dude who has that, no idea yes. that this oh, dude is a you pedophile? Have absolutely and you, no fucking idea what's going on. You know. Uh, yep, you're right. I, I thank I you. We're you, at the point though, but you guys have made your decision how that how no, the, I haven't do you made my decision because it's I have a, made it's my decision. It's a situation by situation. It I mean, no situation is going to be the same. You're not gonna you're not gonna run into this situation in your lifetime. You know, this guy is a pedophile, and there's a crazy dad a dad that's protective and is pissed and is gonna kill this guy because. He just raped his nine-year-old daughter, right? So that this got dark. It's gonna. Be, <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. It's you know, is this guy here to rob the store? That's the thing. Probably though, because gonna... if he's if he's holding up if he's holding up a cashier at gunpoint, he's robbing the store. He's not. He's he a dollar he general guy. He would have walked in and smoked this dude if he was. Yep. You know, exactly. a pissed off. All I'm about. saying but, is, box. I understand where you're coming from, and all I'm saying is that when I walk out in the public, I know, like I've thought about this shit before. That you decided I know it's your duty to protect the public. That's not what I said. That's not what I said. That is not what I said at all. Oh, I said I know what I can live with. I said that's that I know what I can live with, and I know the reasons that I'm carrying. God, you know what? What really... are the reasons you're carrying? Sorry, Toad. To per first and foremost. To protect myself and my loved ones, but yes, that does extend into say strangers. Get, say you get wrongly convicted in in that situation for shooting that uh, that burglar. How do you get wrongly convicted for a guy it that's happened. pointing a gun? It another? happens. Don't act like our justice system is perfect. It I don't happens. care. I've made my in, decision. The, just like that guy, he got thrown into prison for fifteen years or something like that, or five. I don't remember what it's five, ten, fifteen years, something like that, for protecting himself because three guys were trying to throw him in a trunk and probably murder him and that and by the way the guy he stabbed lived and he apologized to this guy in court he said sorry i was wrong i shouldn't have done that they had all the evidence on this guy's side he got convicted and sent to prison was he a black dude by any chance no. i just i think that i think that I don't think that that changes my point of view on things. I That's think fine. that I know if what you, my moral you're... compass is and the whole reason that the reason I've, I've made up my reason why I carry and everybody here has too. Yep. You guys know what really bugs me. So we're an hour and 13 minutes. I knew in. this was going somewhere completely and we unrelated. We have not talked about thumb triggers on ARs yet. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're right. We can jump off of this subject. Thank but you. For, I do want you guys to read this book. I'll, I'll read it. It sounds it is, interesting. I would, yes. it, a, it does yeah, sound interesting. Is it a paperback? Like to read yes, it. I have it. It's on my nightstand right now. I, I'm into the... It's He goes into training at the end of it, too, and it so kind of slowed me down. Here's the deal. It, but I'll give it to you we'll, guys. We'll all I'm read done. it. We'll all read it, and we'll, and we'll, we'll loop back around this once we'll we get back. short once, book report. Once everybody's <laughs> read the book, we'll get, we'll get back on it. Is there because spark notes is, available? I'm not good at reading Because this is an, it's <laughs> not even a long book. I'm just really bad at reading books. Version. This is an extremely interesting topic, and and there's no no right answer. Everybody kind of has their own And like I said, that's going to be in your moral triggers and those ARs. Yeah. So okay. I saw I saw a video and I don't I don't know if it's like a widely available commercial product at this point but I saw a video for this product and it was an AR15 
that literally the the trigger is a push down lever on the back of the grip. I have a feeling you guys are going to criticize this this idea, but I might rain on your parade here and say it was designed because there's a lot of vets with right. APT right. with missing fingers. Right. So was that, that the makes, reason it was designed? Yes. Was that that's, the actual I'm, reason? That's the I'm mar- pretty that's sure the, that's, that's the, the market, market behind it, yes. Yeah. And it was, I watched an interview on it. I yeah. just saw a video of this thing, and I was like... I thought it was silly as hell when I first I taught, just, saw it. I just it saw a video of it, and I was like... What the hell is this thing? And it was, there's just a cutout on the back of the receiver and the back of the grip where it's just basically a trigger and there's just a linkage to the regular disconnect on the trigger that it's, you just push your thumb down instead of pulling this finger, it's just relocated to the back of the receiver Mm -hmm. where you just push it down with your thumb. And I, I... I did the same thing. I was like, what in the yeah, hell I, I, is I, this? I laughed at it. I was like, this is ridiculous. Then I <laughs> yeah. watched an interview about it, and I'm like, oh, yeah. never so mind. Is the, so um, it is kind of an asshole. Right. <laughs> and and that's exactly where I went with it. I was like, what the hell? This has got to be the dumbest idea I've ever heard of in my life. But then you look at it, and it's for like people with like burn damage and you know, like had their hands blown off with IEDs and shit like that, and it makes it a functional rifle that they can use. Hmm. I th- in, in that but case, I, don't, I think it's a magnificent right. idea. Well, um, but I don't know that it's a widely commercially available thing because it is a completely different lower receiver. It's, you know, it's a firearm sure. as itself. It's not just like, oh, yeah, just yeah, get I yourself a thumb trigger into. assembly, <laughs> you know. Well, it's the... Um, the brace, like the the SB tactical tactical brace, was initially designed for the same purpose. A disabled, An amputee, a disabled person. That's mm-hmm. what it was initially designed for. And look how yep. huge that's got. Um, frankly, I don't I don't see this being you know <laughs> near. This is basically just going to be a. It's I not mean, like I, there's a huge market for it, but no, I'm, I'm sure there's going to be out there, people. and it's going to help a lot of people. Right, I right. think it'll, and I think it'll help um, not a lot of people, but the people, you know, vets and amputees and and, and shit like that. Um, and and me, I might, you know, buy one just to mess with it, just because it'd be freaking cool. But I'm wondering how smooth the action on one of those triggers could be, though. If it's going to be the same as just your regular, so, or say like a drop-in trigger or something like that, I wonder so how different it's going to be. Depends as if it's a, how it's designed. If it's yeah, just moving, if there's a hammer, or excuse me, if there's a trigger part still in there, and all that's doing is pressing on the back of it, right, and moving that trigger down. So it's kind of like the Sega AK triggers, right? So a standard AK trigger is set up fairly similar to an AR trigger, you know, where you just have, you're pulling the trigger, which is releasing that disconnect to let the hammer go forward. Well, on a Sega AK, the trigger is moved a lot farther rearward to be able to use like a standard rifle style stock, right? Like a hunting rifle style stock, no pistol grip or anything. Mm -hmm. So what they do with those is there's, there's a pivoting bar in there. So when you pull this trigger, it's like pulling down on this bar, which actually lifts up on the disconnect, which mm-hmm. lets the hammer fly. All right. So it's just like a pivot arm. So I'm thinking it's probably the same style of pivoting arm 
that goes and it would actuate mm-hmm. the standard, you know, a, a standard yeah, AR curious. trigger mechanism. I'd be curious to see how it actually works. Man, that would be right. weird, though, pulling a trigger with your, so, pressing yeah. the trigger with your thumb. So, that... yeah, you'd be holding it, but your thumb wouldn't be wrapped around it, just be on the back. Well, it'd be easy. I mean the actual press itself, because my thumb is... I frankly special. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> out there. But my index, my trigger finger is actually. Right. I, I don't see it, it being that weird. Think of think of I it do, as because I can't move my thumb near as precisely. Do you as have I a weird my... weird finger or weird thumb like Pete does? Pete's no. so think I have it, a smashed thumbnail. Think of it as like a joystick on a game controller, though. So like if yeah. you're at an arcade yeah, game and you and you're running that running that joystick and there's a button on top of that joystick, you can mash the shit out of that button. Yeah, I don't see it you know being what I'm that saying? weird, to be honest with you. I you think it would take a few shots for me to get used to, definitely. Right. But, but, but think of nice, it like a know. game controller, the too. The nice thing is... You punch the shit out of buttons of a game controller with your thumb. Well, I haven't played a game since I was like well, 20 years old. So. Right. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. Like yeah. that's a Yeah, definitely. The nice thing is, though, I mean, like, normally when you're um, gripping a gripping an AR, your trigger is, your your thumb is around Look at you go. there, is is around the, the pistol grip, you know? So it'd be typically normal, like, because when you're when you're holding it, you'd be off the trigger, trigger discipline, you know? And then right. you'd have to actually think to get back on it a little bit. Right. So I think it's an interesting concept, and I might want I might see if I can get my hands on one if they're not like stupid, ridiculously, outrageously expensive. So um, you get me a whiskey and a beer, goddamn. But man, as always, <laughs> you guys know that I'm freaking all about innovation. I yeah. I think there's been and very few very few products that you guys have brought up that I well, I mean there's been a few, like that one holster. Remember oh, <laughs> the early God, the yes. early episodes, the uh, the holster you were talking the about. The magnetic the one. magnet. Yeah. That's all it was. The magnet carry. That's what it was. <laughs> magnet carry. Genius. So I do want to talk about what a douche. So God, we need some sound effects oh for that. Oh my God! Yeah, we do. We should get good and oh, hammered I didn't and even record some sound effects. I didn't even write them. that on the board, did I? My hey. bad. <laughs> you were <laughs> the worst host. So <laughs> I got <laughs> my brother-in-law actually told me about this this morning. I had one lined up, and I was like, "Oh, this is way this better. Is, this is better." <laughs> <laughs> well, so yeah, that whiskey's not any better when it's chilled. not better chilled. I think it might be worse. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Great. So this was actually local here to Iowa. Here, I want to try something. This episode of What a Douche. Um, it's just because I've been drinking beer. It was a Waterloo man uh, arrested oh, better chilled. following a police chase and a shooting beer. rampage at a strip club. Say, say again, I was distracted. Waterloo man arrested following chase and shooting rampage at strip club. Um, By the <laughs> way, uh, this is not really in our stopping grounds. This is in Iowa, at least. There we're, is, in yeah, our, so this we're based is in on Iowa. A win. Uh, this was November sixteenth. That so this was just how like did we, how did uh this was we today? Not hear about this it. was today. This yeah. was today. All right. Yeah. So what a douche is from today. All right. So dude was sixty seven years old. Was attending. Uh, was present at a strip club in Waterloo, Iowa. Um. <laughs> Such a sissy. So it's not better. So this guy was at the strip club, and I think this was like past midnight. So it was technically today, but events so basically of last, last night. Last night, yeah. yes, yes. So I would hope so. I mean, unless it was fucking this morning, and then that right. guy's a real winner, you know. Right. It was this morning. So <laughs> <laughs> screw you. You've never been to the strippers at five a.m. What's wrong with you? Not right. at five a.m. No. <laughs> so 
so this guy is at the strip club, gets himself a private dance, realizes he doesn't have cash in his pocket to pay for this private dance. <laughs> goes goes to the ATM where his card was declined for lack of funds. Might as well shoot him up. Was removed from the strip club, which he was very angry about, and shot pulled out his Smith and Wesson revolver, thirty eight special, and shot like two three parked cars. So he didn't shoot, shoot anybody. No. He didn't shoot anybody. No. He and wasn't I, pissed at the people. He right. was just like God damn it! And he was upset yeah. that he didn't have any money, so he shot some cars. Yeah, and I, I love the, I love the headline is shooting rampage at strip club when really shooting, he went outside yeah. and shot three just drunken cars. guy <laughs> shooting blindly is what it was. <laughs> Clickbait, dude. Clickbait. Yeah. So this dude pulls out his Smith and Wesson revolver, shoots three parked cars, and I love the story because they were very in detail about what vehicles were shot. Like a, a, red a, 19, a 1999 Dodge Durango was shot in the rear door. Oh God, no, not it, a Durango. Seriously, <laughs> right. they put that. Uh, oh yeah. What, what the hell Do you want was me shot? to read? No, I really don't. Read it? No, I don't. He's not at all. Very specific about what vehicles were shot and in what place they were that's shot. ridiculous and they didn't so have then, shit else to write about so they had to throw in as much info as they right could on that so then then this dude hops in his car hauls ass right and then the university of northern iowa campus police tried to initiate a stop because he was in their speeding. golf cart <laughs> right but they tried to initiate a traffic stop because he was speeding he immediately thinks oh shit i just shot off a bunch of rounds in a strip club parking lot and the cops are mad, so he immediately takes off. Well, right? I mean, fair, fair thought. You know? Right, yeah. So, because he did, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, he takes off, ends up smashing the shit out of his car, bashing it over a curb, gets stuck, can't get out. So then the cops go to drag him out of the car because they've been on a chase with him. And they... uh they got in a scuffle as they're pulling him out of the car. You know, they were he was fighting with the cops as they're pulling him out of the car. Sure. And he got like one of the charges he got was like battery of a police officer because it says in the story, one of the officers injured his hand in the scuffle. <laughs> <laughs> so the cop was, you know, pissed that this guy wasn't just dealing with their shit. He socked him in the back of the head. He's like, God damn it, I think I broke my finger. <laughs> so now it's assault on a police officer. But could have been. Oh God! It was just such a funny story. Like reading the news story was you broke my hand with oh, your head. <laughs> right, was just hilarious because this guy, yeah, gets pissed that his card gets declined for a private dance and goes and shoots a bunch of cars that's in the a, parking that's lot. That's a reasonable reaction. Well, let's be honest. He probably had quite a big bit of Jaeger at him in, in that point. You know. It, oh, he definitely as had clearly a lot I do because I can't like, talk. But I want to, I want to see if I can show you guys this dude's picture. That, dude, that looks exactly like I figured he would look too. Uh, yeah. Yes, exactly. Sixty-seven-year-old man attending a strip club. That is the guy. I seen it. It's a, like I, a washed-up Santa Claus. Yeah. There exactly. Was a, there was a mug shot of a guy that got arrested for shrooms the other day, and he was just like the happiest mug shot I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I think I saw that one. Yeah. I'm so stoked to be here. <laughs> this, oh man, you guys even got me a mattress pad. This, this is still awesome. rocks. This is the best hotel ever. Wait till you wake up in the morning, dude. It's sucks way worse to, i promise yeah i had to treat a jail yesterday for bed bugs it was disgusting Oof. <laughs> i'd say just let them be yeah. yeah don't even kill the bed bugs 
Hey, but, you know, uh, I've been to jail before. Me too, but I wasn't there long. I wasn't there long enough to worry about the bed bugs. <laughs> no, there was definitely no beds in the drunk tank. I'll exactly. tell you exactly. Right it was a all there was on was the a, concrete floor. All there was was a bunch of drunks and a toilet, and that was about freaking it. Shit, I didn't even have a toilet. That's a good thing. There was a floor drain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead serious. There was a floor drain. Well, in the I go to room. I go to jail in classy counties. Apparently, you don't. I go <laughs> Plymouth County, buddy. <laughs> Plymouth County. There was literally like a, you know, like those. I've never uh, been to Plymouth County. Mattress mattress pads that you just oh, like. You should go. It's real nice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> right. Excellent floor drains. <laughs> yeah. So they, it's like a mattress pad, you know, like for camping that you just like open the valve and it sucks itself full of air. Yeah, I see. Yeah, that's what they had. There's no beds there. They just put those little air <laughs> mattress pads on the concrete floor. That's what you get. I was like, oh, this is nice. Great accommodations. The, the best part is you, in the morning they give it's you the like. the most expensive hotel I've ever stayed in. They, they give you cereal. By but far it's the same, it was. It's the same things that you get in the in the member school. They give yeah. you the cereal packets and you, yeah. you, you open them up and you pour some milk in them. Just, oh, I didn't even get that. <laughs> You should have did some shrooms first. Right. Yeah, I would have really been way more excited about being a lot being more. There. No, I got out way before breakfast was served. And they were like, I think it was like a Monday morning. And the judge was like, no, it was Sunday morning. Saturday night, Sunday morning. And the judge got in at like, I think I got booked in at like 6.15 a.m. And I just like, they threw me in the cell and I passed out and I woke up. And they're like, someone's here to get you, you, you know posted bail for you or whatever it was like okay so then i saw you know they let you see the judge or whatever sure. and it was like i think it was like two hours later i think i was out by like 8 30 in the morning <laughs> i took a two-hour nap there <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah when i got arrested in kansas city they didn't even freaking they they arrested me for being drunk oh but... my god that is terrible <laughs> i told you sam thinks it's <laughs> I think it's pretty decent shit. They no, they, but they allowed my uh, they allowed, so they put me in the drunk tank. Oh. But they allowed me to leave. Was it a public intox or DUI? DUI. Okay. But they didn't keep me overnight. They just they says okay, well if your friends want to come get you, so my friends who were three also times drunk. <laughs> three times drunker than I was yeah. came and picked me up, and I'm all right, whatever, dude. <laughs> you know? That was a that was a common thing in Ames when I was in college. See, that's that was weird as hell the, to me. The jail was in Nevada, which was a town like 10 miles away. So all of us drunk friends would drive 10 miles to Nevada <laughs> to pick up the person who got arrested on the main drag that all the bars were on for public intox. Sure. And we would just drive the 10 miles and go pick them up and go back to the bars. That Folks, was... we do not condone drinking and driving. No, we don't. <laughs> no, actually, absolutely not. They have and learned from their mistakes. Yes. And since then, it is, yeah. I think the funniest, like, I, I've never been in jail, but, I mean, I've been in jails, but that's because I'm a freaking orphan man and I have to treat them. But the funniest to me was about... 10, 11 years ago, oh. we used to go up to oh, oh yeah, used to go up to Okaboji Fourth of <laughs> July every year, and Sam had this sweet crotch rocket that he was so <laughs> proud of, mm -hmm. and he'd smoke, he'd like painted the tail, so they were like smoked. Which hey Sam, I think cool. that's a I think that's a trend. I was also arrested on my R one. <laughs> hey, all right, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So Sam's girlfriend hadn't gotten mine. Was we've been there for dangerous. two two days, partying our asses off. I think. Sam and one other guy might have been the only guys that were 21. But 
Yeah. No, I wasn't 21 yet. It was a week, but I got arrested two weeks before I turned 21. Okay. So we were I'm 35 young. now, if y'all was wondering. That 34. Means, that means 34. I had to been about 18. Uh, Sounds right. Or 19, something like that. Anyway, so my phone rings at like 2 in the morning because then in my defense, I tried to stop you leaving. But Sam went, Not off, that hard, obviously. Sam went off to go get something to eat on his crotch rocket. And we started drinking while Sam was gone, and we kind of forgot about him. <laughs> it's my been three hours. My Sam wasn't back yet. My phone rings after a while, and Sam's girlfriend at the time, she goes, why is my boyfriend in jail? I'm like, what? Sam just called me. He's in jail. I'm like, why the f*** did he call you? We're the ones that are up here. Like, so me and our friend Delta. You know how many brownie points you get if you use your one phone call to call your girlfriend? Yeah, I know oh, exactly how trust many brownie me, points it you get. It worked. I had to share a tent with you. That it next worked. Night. No, <laughs> I know exactly how many brownie points you won. <laughs> oh. But yeah, so we had, go, we had to go pick up Sam from jail in the morning, and then when we left the jail, I think we went to Hy-Vee and bought more beer. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I, I'm not anybody else have any other stories about how we're shitty people? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I've waited at a high V until six a.m. when they sell sold booze. I've like waited in the parking lot for a half hour until Got a they were bag laid out on the sidewalk oh, until they could sell booze days. again between two and six a.m. You know, the funny thing is about uh, Toad's story, and this was when I was twenty. Um, so I'm not proud, but <laughs> my uh, motorcycle obviously got impounded. So I needed cash to get it out. Oh, mine didn't. Nice. But for whatever <laughs> for whatever reason, I can't remember exactly what happened. The the place uh, would not take a check or card. They would only take cash or something to to get my motorcycle out. So I needed I needed cash. So we went to Walmart, but they wouldn't take my debit card. Didn't work, and they wouldn't take my check nothing? or nothing they wouldn't take nothing yeah i don't i don't remember money. what happened i don't remember what happened but it came down to i had to buy like a uh like a uh a, i had to buy God, it. i think it. it was a i think it was like coffee maker or bread maker or something like get that cash back and then, <laughs> yes and then so I, I went i went through the checkout aisle checked out went straight to customer service and i was like i have to return this and they gave me cash back and then i could go get my my motorcycle out of impound oh god it's I like was... hey the shit that you do when you're young but it's live and learn man but at least it was your motorcycle that you had to pay impound for a reason, right? Sure. I last year had to pay to get my motorcycle out of impound that was stolen. <laughs> oh yeah. So I no, mean, it was karma. It should have been impounded the first time, so it had to get impounded. No, the second time. no. This was my dirt bike that was oh. stolen from my dad's house. Oh, yeah. it's and I had to go pick it up, and they're like, "Yeah, that's a that's two hundred and eighty six dollars." I was like. You can go fist yourself. It's not 286 bucks. And they were like, uh, sir, it goes up every day. There's a daily storage fee here, and it's been here for like well, two weeks. We take and it like, and then charge you for how long we have. Yeah, no, and, no. I, and I said, and I was like, the cops called me today and said that I could pick it up. I had to, like, they arrested this dude like two weeks ago, and they just called me and were like, hey, you can go po pick your motorcycle up. So I had to call the investigator from Plymouth County that was in charge of the in charge of the investigation to call the towing place to get them to like lower the fee of the tow. I was like 
No. There's a motorcycle that was stolen from me. The cops said, we'll give you a call when it's ready. They called me today, and now it's 280 bucks, and your impound charge is like $63? No, I'm not paying that. You're nuts. And then they were all pissed off because obviously they didn't get their money for this old scrapyard that is now their impound lot. So they had this huge lot that had like 12 cars in it, right? <laughs> Like this towing company obviously did not do that much business because it, it was. Is it the one of Lamar's? That's probably no, where they were charging you. So no, much. it was in Sioux City, but it was like there was six motorcycles there. Mine was one of them. They they were so pissed that when I showed up to pick this thing up, they're like, "Yeah, pull around back and throw it in the back." Like wouldn't help me load it. Nothing. Didn't have a ramp. We're gonna watch you struggle nothing. for a while. Yeah. So I just I I was like, does anybody? Can anybody help me load this thing up? And they're like, nope. Your problem, dude. I was like, okay. Gave him the cash. Walked out back. Picked my dirt bike up. Threw it in the back of my truck and drove home with it laying on its side in the back of my pickup because I didn't have any straps and I knew that like obviously the impound fee goes up every day. And I didn't have any straps, and I was like, well, I'm not going to pay an extra $60 for it to sit there tomorrow for me to go get... Ra- It'd be cheaper for me to go yeah. pick up ratchet straps, you know? So I just mm-hmm. threw it in the back of my truck and drove away. Something but... Sam said a minute ago reminded me of something I read the other day. That it was like the smartest criminals or something like that. This mm. guy, he would go to Walmart, and he would just grab a big old TV and throw it in his shopping cart. And then he would take it up to customer service and say he wants to return it. And like, he wouldn't pay it. He wouldn't <laughs> pay for it anything. Did they, and then, did they not ask for a receipt? No, that, that was the deal. Then they'd be like, sir, you need a receipt to return that. And then he'd take store, then store, he'd, store credit. Then he'd get all angry about it and then be like, sir, you need to leave the store. And security would escort him out to his car <laughs> with, with the, the TV. TV. He did that with 20 TVs. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's a goddamn criminal genius. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Can they can they not see on the cameras like this dude literally got a cart went straight back to electronics grabbed a TV threw it in the cart and walked straight to customer service no dude they're working at Walmart they don't care that much my cousin is a manager of a Walmart in Texas and that's where he started was in in the security thing Mm -hmm. and he was mad because he's like you can't you physically cannot stop someone from leaving even if you think they're stealing shit like they could steal an 800 hundred dollar tv and you physically can't stop them but (laughs) he's like and drag it out the door he's he said that's a really big deal like they have to put in a lot of effort on security of people watching the cameras all the time and watching for suspicious activity and shit because yeah because it's, it's a big issue they can't they can't do shit because they're I mean, well, first off, company policy, but second of all, a lot of state laws don't allow. Right. I mean, you can't use force right. to so, stop somebody from stealing. So something all they could do tangible good. All they could do was call the cops. Like if they suspected someone of stealing, like if they were watching on the cameras and thought that someone was stuffing pork ribs down their pants, they could basically call. Is the that cops. a big thing or? <laughs> I just I a pork ribs damn it, Jerry! This guy's shoving pork ribs down his pants again. You might want to get over aisle four, son of a so, bitch. But that all they could do was like if they suspected someone of shoplifting, all they could do was call the cops and have them meet them at the front door. Oh yeah, that's yep. all they could. That's you can't do. It. I'm gonna get off shit. topic here. And uh, weird, we've been going for almost an hour and forty minutes. 
Oh, it's only well, an hour. Well, to be fair, 10 minutes of that was the first try. Yeah, it's an hour and, it's an hour and 30, so. <laughs> Sorry. I just, I'm really, really, like. Oh, yeah, you got, we got. Uh, hold so, on, hold on. We're going to talk about time traveling time with Toad. Time travel with Toad. We're going to have to get yeah, we're gonna have to try hammered to do some sound effects later. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, on today's episode of Time Traveling with Toad. What do you got, go buddy? all the way back to 1960. Time of free love and Good free year. drugs. Good year. And pretty rad rimfire rifles. <laughs> so, anyway. Rimfire? Yeah, I, I don't know about the rest of you, but I, I love my rimfire rifles. I love my rimfire 22s, you know. <clears throat> and I'd seen this gun years ago on a documentary. <laughs> oh, my. Really excited over there. I'd Sorry. seen this gun years ago on a documentary, and I could not for the life of me remember what the f*** it was called. Until just the other day. Uh, I saw it again and was like, God, that thing is just sweet. So it's called the American 180, which doesn't sound like much, but it looks like a Tommy gun had an affair with a Lewis gun, which I don't know if you guys know hmm, what a Lewis gun cool. is. Let me but... see a picture of it. Oh, yeah, that's neat. Yeah. So anyway, this thing. Show me. You got to show the show. The show me. Oh yeah, I've seen. I've seen it looks like an before. aborted AK-47. Kind yeah. Of. So, so a Lewis gun back in the day was uh was a machine gun that was heavily used during World War, I believe World War One, and used a pancake mag, oh. or a, a pan mag on top. So those are freaking neat how they work. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. It really is cool. But this thing, um, it was designed by Dick Casule, same guy behind the 454 Casule. Uh, and all I'm really surprised, guys. honestly, that that thing fed a 22 rimfire through a pan mag. Here's the here's the <laughs> freaking really cool thing. So, uh, you can actually still buy this gun. There was only 10,000 the original ones produced, um, but you can still buy custom orders of this from E and L Manufacturing in Riddle, Oregon. But um, less than 10,000 produced. Hell no, they're probably expensive as shit. <laughs> um, Empty, it weighed 5.7 pounds. Loaded. That is light as balls. Yeah, actually. loaded. That looks heavy. Lighter than that freaking thing. Mm -hmm. Loaded yeah. with 177 round Holy magazine. Holy shit. It weighed 10 pounds. Wow. Now, 177 of rounds. 22? 177 rounds of 22. That's, That's not wow. the cool part. That sounds So heavy. its rate of fire with the 22 long rifle was 1,200 rounds a minute. Its rate of fire with a 22 short mag was 1,500 rounds a minute. Its feed system came in four different configurations. You could get a 165-round mag, a 177-round mag, a 220-round mag, oh, yeah, now or we're talking. a 270-round mag. Oh, the yeah. bigger, the better. Right. And, and this was 22 long rifle? Yeah, and it, it utilized an open bolt with a flat pan magazine. How bad did that sound, bitch jam? Back I, in the all, the videos, all the videos I've watched, this thing feeds almost flawlessly. Really? Um, the low pop didn't been doing this Ruger 10-22 thing wrong the yeah. whole time. <laughs> so it, it didn't have a whole lot of uses. Its main design was for uh, I, uh there were some uh, some prisons adopted it. Um, <laughs> oh my god! In the sixties. Um, sure. Some of them still have them. That was where I first saw it. Was a prison documentary, and it had this a gun. What, what the f does and a prison? Riot control. Here's, it's here, only twenty two long. Here's what it says. It's, it's just riot control. This is still devastating, man. It, that's what it says. It says despite the low power of the twenty two long rifle round, testing demonstrated that automatic fire could penetrate even concrete and bulletproof vests from cumulative damage. 
<laughs> well, so you just it which would be easy enough to hold on target. So you I just hammer two hundred and sixty rounds <laughs> into long rifle on this used, dude's cell. We're it getting was there. used by the Rhodesian SAS in Africa. The South African Force Reconnaissance Regiment used it. In the United States, various law enforcement agencies and correctional facilities. Wow. So, Box, can you pull this thing up on YouTube and put it on the big screen? It might take a little bit. Yeah, mm -hmm. give me a minute. So, it, it's just, the it's American awesome 180. It, it has no, like the one guy in the video I watched, he's holding it with one arm and he's just like. So, it must be pretty freaking, I mean, pretty freaking. Uh, Know, it's not going to jam all the time, right? If it's it's going to be reliable, if you're going to if they're using it in, in militaries and shit, because and the thing with the twenty two is called again, American one eighty twenty two submachine gun. Uh, usually twenty twos. I mean, any semi autos. Right. I mean, those are almost every single one jams all the freaking time. Oh yeah. So if they're well, using them in militaries around the world, then, I mean, this I must know, be like. A, it depends too, because like a good. A well-built 1022 is not going to jam. Well, well Corton, all the way. I want one of those. Right, ahead. but you know what I'm saying? Especially a fully auto one. Like, I, I don't... I'd have a hard time trusting a fully auto to just just go and oh, empty a mag with believe one. Believe me, I know. Yeah. <laughs> nah, yeah you you got to keep No, up. you don't, What's a... <laughs> I rented one up at the range in Sioux Falls. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Was there? He said he rented one up in They had that full Sioux Falls. 22 and they never cleaned it, so it just jammed like a Speaking motherfucker. Speaking of which, we got to go down to Wendell's Weapons in Carroll and check that place out. They Is got a, they got a store up there? Wendell's. Yep, they got a freaking uh, uh, a machine gun on uh, a tripod. Or a bi or Is tripod, it like an yeah. M1919? I think, yeah, something like that. Uh -oh. Remember how all those guns jammed at Gary's when we were up there? Yeah, the 1022 wasn't any better. Yeah, paid like sixty bucks to rent a ten twenty two full auto at a gun range, and I think I got like three rounds into it and it jammed. <laughs> hey, don't be knocking them; they send me a lot of business. Hey, at least it was at least it was better than the Uzi. <laughs> <laughs> the the out of battery detonation. Freaking thing shit. tried to kill you, Jesus <laughs> Murphy. Did you find well, anything in your box, miss? Yeah, well, and that yeah, was I found it, but I got to set shit up. So and that was right. like that wasn't even. Anything wrong with the gun? That was just a lack of maintenance. Oh, a lack of maintenance. Yeah, yes. yeah that was I think pretty rough. Needed pretty well dipped in W40 and power wash or something. Right. Just, yeah. There was, yeah. There was that UMP part, was badass. That though. thing was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. that had to have been one of my favorites. The I, UMP. I, I love the I love the umps. I'll tell you. But uh, yeah. I, man, I I'll tell you what. They look so similar to the Strybog. I'm just gonna I'm gonna get yeah. that thing and just. All over it. I don't. Yeah, I, that thing's freaking awesome. That, that thing is that cool. Was up there with that yeah. I still. I so as far as pistol caliber carbines and stuff go, you can't get it up, box. I, I'll figure it out later. <laughs> I can do it, but it's not cooperating. Can't get it up, box. <laughs> <laughs> I can. It's just so a we're, different program. We we're we were gonna computer. post a video, but I I just bought a new computer this week yeah. and and we're using this and it's so, not ready to go. So so as far as all of the full auto guns that we fired. And I know as a group collectively, we've fired quite a few. Mm -hmm. What, I mean, Box, I already know your answer. I fired like four. <laughs> he, dude, down at Freedom Fest, he only yeah. fired like, he. I didn't I realize it. Three, two or three. I didn't realize it. I thought you fired a lot more, but you really only did the MP5 a few times pretty much, didn't no, you? No, I did the, the Uzi more than anything, I think. 
The Uzi. I shot the Uzi. I didn't do the half MP5. of what I wanted to. I didn't well, either. Was... I didn't either. The Uzi, the MP5, and the AK. I didn't even shoot the little AK pistol. So I think I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna ask uh, James this year if he wants to. Yeah, that's cool. They had their customer appreciation month or the customer appreciation shoot up there in that in that big ass pit. Yeah. So I'm gonna see if he wants to do the uh, Freedom Fest up there. Combine some somehow combine the I two. I think that'd right. be uh, that'd be cool. That'd be way better than yeah. what we had going on. Yeah. Well, what we had going on was a. Freaking well, shit show. and that was and it a, worked out, but it was just no, it, was it did. Just, it wasn't bad, but it, it I was, think it's gonna continue to grow also. So we right. might as and well the, get up there. Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to. I'm gonna have to talk to him and figure it out because the way that we did it before, the guy was just a private uh, collector, and he didn't want to do. I mean, right? He didn't want to get huge. He was more than happy to come down for us and and, and our friends, but he doesn't want to get big. And I think the right. way that, frankly, I think the way that we see things and the way that we want to do is more yeah not a little i think there's only one answer a little problem, a little though. bigger than yeah i know exactly you're gonna where have to get your this. sot there's no recoil at all damn that's 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 pretty 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 ridiculous yeah that's awesome. well box once y'all start paying me like you know, we start, we paying, start paying you. you. Wait a minute. No, My no, no, SOT, no, no, buddy. It's SOT. And SOT is minimum. It's either five hundred or a thousand bucks per year. Can we please pay you to be a part of your podcast? <laughs> that's not what I was saying. <laughs> that's not no, what I was. No. That's not what I was saying. But it's it's freaking expensive, man. It's yeah. freaking expensive. And that's the thing. It that sounds me like off. the problem here is our viewers are going to have to start spreading this shit so we can do cool ass things like this, huh? Right. <laughs> you, list, you you share this with our friends and we'll let you shoot machine guns. <laughs> <laughs> right. There you go. That's right. That's Problem right. solved. Problem solved is right. Well, at this point, if I honestly, if I was listening to a podcast and was like, Hey, if you guys share this post, we'll let you shoot a machine gun. I'd be sharing that Hell bitch yeah. all over the place. <laughs> I mean, nobody's probably listening to us at this point. At oh, an hour no, and no. 40 minutes in? No. No. Uh, but uh, Drunken rambling. Miles, Miles is probably still hanging in there. Maybe Wade, too. We got one more topic. We got the badass. Badass of the week uh, or do, two. Do we want to do this? Well, hell yeah, we do. Okay. Did you find a good one? I did, but well, I just yeah, started let's... researching him today, and uh, you guys know how I am. Anyways, um, what's his name? He Dan just feels underprepared. Bulgarian? I do. Like I had notes no, and shit. No, don't <laughs> start with that horse shit, Sam. Jesus yes, Christ. Baddest of the day is Dan Bulgarian. Yeah, f*** him. No, it's not. God, there's going to be a lot of edi- editing on this podcast because you I guys have said care. f*** like 47 times. Nobody cares. <laughs> I'm just How do you think I feel in my videos when you're throwing a fit? Right? <laughs> yeah, I did say yeah, the f***. Sucking son of a bitch, motherfucker! <laughs> I did, I did curse a lot that episode. Yeah. Joe Rogan doesn't edit. Neither do drinking barrels. We're fine. Anyways, um, the badass of the other week, badass. What? How? What? What did we call it? Before? Badass of the week. This week. Uh, or no, badass of badass. Well, biggest badass of all time. This week or something yeah, like that. Biggest no, badass like, of all time. This, this week. week. Yeah, we're drunk. Excuse us. <laughs> his uh, his name is uh. Dan Daly, he was a Marine. I had notes on this. Hold on, give me a second here. Just keep, just keep stuttering through it. We won't. What? 
Oh, hi, Johnson. <laughs> Giffy son of a bitch. So the the idea behind this is uh, every two weeks we're just gonna find a new uh, a new a new dude that's it's usually a military guy, but a new a new dude that's done something bad freaking ass. I, yeah, they're pretty much all military guys. I think is what's on my list. Anyways, this Dan Daly, he's one of nineteen soldiers to receive the Medal of Honor twice, which is pretty incredible in itself. Hell, even once I think is. Once, Anyways. dude, they don't give medal no, medal there, there of honors was, out. I think they're almost up easily. to th- uh, almost up to three thousand. I think now. Really, and for the millions of people served, I'd say that's <gasps> yeah, millions that's... and millions of people served. I'd say that's. And pretty... he was going to get a third, but politics came in, came into play, and they're like, "No, nah, we can't give a guy three of them." So they just, God damn it, Toad. I'm... <laughs> Why don't you ask me first? The pile of beers <laughs> loading no. up on this table is getting a little I got a piss like a race, racehorse, and you're just... That's where I was at, too. My camera's not working for some reason. Well, hey, it is what it is. Oh, there it goes. Okay, never mind. Anyways, he was going to receive a third, but politics came into play, so instead, they gave him the Distinguished Service Cross, the Navy Cross, and France's... Militaire, <laughs> I'm not a French military medal. Yeah, 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 pretty much what it was. Anyways, he was when he was a private in the Marines in 1900. He get he got sent to the Taku Bay in China on the on the USS. Speaking of which, didn't we just have the uh, birthday of the Marines? 200 yes, 240th birthday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, just a couple days ago. Yeah. Absolutely cool. Badasses. Anyways, so Taku Bay. Yeah, he in got China. sent there on the USS Newark, and then when they, when they arrive there, they get told to head out to to Peking. I think is in China. Peking. Nope. Peking. 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 I don't. I, don't, I have no idea. There's all sorts of shit in this that I don't know how to say, so I just <laughs> leave out. <laughs> so he had to head out to this place. All sorts of foreign shit that I don't know. <laughs> anything about and i'm no historian anyways they they go out to peking china where okay fine thank you peking china you're welcome where other marines had already been stationed on this tartar wall which was just south of the american legation but they got drove away by uh by enemy fire and so they got told to regain control of this of this wall so they uh charge it and they they managed to do that and everything. So after they regained control, I don't know why, but they decided, I haven't read much on this, so I don't have the details, but they apparently all of them just left except for this one Dan Daly dude. They're like, all right, you hold down the fort, dude. We're going to go get reinforcements. So there's this <laughs> one, one guy <laughs> on this wall. Hey, Toad, have fun, bud. You hold down the fort. We're going to go out and get some bears. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Hey, you got this. You got this. You're fine. So the rest of the platoon or whatever is out trying to get reinforcements and supplies and stuff. And overnight, the enemy is obviously like, all right, all of them left except (laughs) one dude, apparently. Don't know why. So hundreds of these guys... This was during what the hell? Toad, you probably know the the uh, Boxer Rebellion. That's what it was, Boxer Rebellion. Jesus, this was a while ago. Yeah, nineteen hundred. Yeah. So, and these guys believed that they were 
they weren't vulnerable to like anything because of all these. Oh, like, the extras. Chinese. They were, yeah, they were yeah. fanatics. Yeah, yeah, they were nut jobs, and they thought so bullets the Chinese, wouldn't harm them. Yeah, for the Chinese, the Chinese for a very long time had a group that thought they were insane. Apparently, they no, they they were immortals. The Chinese for a long they time. Did, all through the did they not mis- realize when people died? I. I don't. I don't know. It was like part of their ideology that they like trained into these people, but there were immortals for the Chinese military for hundreds and hundreds of years. They called them boxers because they thought these moves they did. They, it yeah. looks like they were shadow boxing, and they thought those particular moves gained them yeah, certain immortal, powers or right. some shit right. like that. If you that. read anything into like Chinese history, the the concept of immortality is like ingrained. Like it's a huge right. deal with their history. So yeah, all right, Fair yeah. Enough. Yep. So, anyways, all these these uh, nut jobs come st- <laughs> storming <laughs> yeah. this wall, thinking that oh, this is going to be easy. You just shoot this guy in the face, and we're going to be done. No, he fights all night long, and then uh, his reinforcements arrive the next day. And I don't. This hasn't been confirmed. Historians. Think What's the, the body count here? The no. The historians think the number could be exaggerated, but a lot of people think that it's accurate the reinforcements arrive and find 200 bodies around around this wall and this guy he wasn't armed with anything they don't know if it was whether if it was back then it was a bolt action with a with a bayonet on it right but they his platoon also had a machine gun they don't know if he had a machine gun or if he had this bolt action because i mean either way if you got 200 200 chinamen running at you shadow boxing and you lay down fire with a browning 1919 i mean let's well this was was obviously prior to the 1919 okay okay well they're climbing over a wall shouldn't the chinese be good at the wall thing (laughs) what year was what year was the chinese wall built for the mongols i don't know if these guys were experienced (laughs) i know your history buff what year was the That was way, that was way, way, oh, well, way, way, I know, way, it was way like, before. Back in like, it maybe. It might have been like 11th, 12th century. I, I okay. Yeah, it was, it was okay. It's, way it's back been there for a But this wasn't the time. China, the wall of China that They should have been experienced up. by then, was <laughs> Yeah, they, they had a big enough wall to train on. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Johnson, mark this down as a, as a segment we did. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. That's as far as I got with my notes. I have the rest of the article up here, but but it, that was his, that little, was his that first was first medal, of honor. first medal of honor. His second one wasn't near as interesting to hear about, but still impressive. They were crossing this river. I'll just go from memory here. They were crossing this river. There was only like thirty of them or something like that, and there was hundreds of guys surrounded them, and they're just like a full on circle around them. They were completely surrounded, and firing down on them. And his platoon only had one machine gun. So they were crossing this river, and they were all firing down on him. And the guy got, and several of them, like a lot of them, got killed, obviously. <clears throat> so they cross this river, and the machine gunner gets killed. And so they lose this one, the one machine gun that they had in the river. So they get out of this firefight somehow, and there's only so many of them left. So in the middle of the night, this one guy, he treks back to this river, swims around in this river for I don't know how long, finds this machine gun. And then treks back to his his camp, like while this whole river is surrounded with wow. all these dudes. Dude is a bad they, son of a bitch. That's that's it was basically that, that one machine gun is kind of the reason that the rest of them that, survived. Yeah, because they laid down 
cover fire with that machine gun. Obviously, you needed a machine gun if it's right. 15 people going up against 500. I mean, hmm, you're right. screwed without oh, um, a machine gun back then. Construction on the Great Wall of China was ordered in 221 B.C. Holy shit. Yeah, that yeah they should have been well. way better it, by then. How long did it take them to build? Oh, it was a couple hundred years, I think. Mm-hmm. So, I, I by the wow. way, I'm... I, I find this I find this badass of the week. This is one of my new favorite segments. I find this fascinating. It's just it's just incredible to to like the shit that people Oh yeah. The people have went through and like dude, like nowadays like in our in our culture they're fing annoyed no, with no. anything and it's just like I the the shit that people put up that did they did back then is absolutely incredible to me and I find this mm. Absolutely fascinating. So I'm I'm, I'm pretty pretty. I, uh, I'm pretty I guess I'm pretty picking, but you, pretty, you, you pretty say back fan. then, but we all know. Well, that was still, in 1900, yeah. and there's you the still same. Know there's yeah, absolutely. Motherfuckers the out there doing crazy well, you're damn right. and that's, shit today. That's why we're and still that's free. Awesome. That's why we're still free is because the same the same blood is running through their veins, and that's that's pretty awesome. Toad, so or Johnson, you look like you want to say something. Yeah. So. The very first, I want to, I want to do a badass of the. I want you to do a badass. Yes, of the week. sir. Yes, boss. And <laughs> it's on John Chapman. So Isn't this he an is actor. <clears throat> no, <laughs> that's well. That's what I thought. John Chapman. <clears throat> he he died. He was given the Medal of Honor in in respect of what he did, and this was in Who are we thinking of? posthumously. I don't. I'm thinking the, word you the guy on. Yeah. We're thinking on the guy, the fat guy on Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> that's exactly what I'm thinking of. John. That's uh, John that's Goodman. John Goodman, <laughs> you assholes. We we had man right. If you want to do John, we had three it, quarters of it. Okay. Yeah, so this was this was the first suspense. this was the first Medal of Honor ever given that was caught on tape. What that year was, was that? What, was video. What what year? This was like 2000. Oh no! Shit. Look. Okay. Uh, I'll take the, notes. It was 2019 is when 2000. This year was when the video was released. So I don't know if this is from a previous engagement, but this was in Afghanistan or Iraq. But this was the first Medal of Honor I that was ever know who you're talking about. Yes. that dude was a tank man. He was a yeah. badass. Yeah. So that's why I John Chapman. Okay, that's and, coming and up next. Honestly, folks. if you can, if you can just look up first. Medal of Honor ever caught on tape. Dude, this dude is a bad son of a bitch. He did a lot of badass shit to save save the guys that he was with. I think I read about him um, just just recently. I think they made a movie about him, actually. I don't think so, because it happened earlier this year. Yeah, it's still pretty... Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong guy, then. Yeah, but just... Anyway, yeah, it's that's a pretty that's awesome deal, I and I think I anyway, this is my favorite segment of ours. Yeah, I, I it, the thing is, dude, it makes me feel like so. I don't even know Small. what the word is. Yes, <laughs> yeah, like, like the like things that like you go to work, you go to work every day, and you're like, yeah, I'm doing something. Like, yeah, look you're at not what this doing, guy's shit. doing man. You know, <laughs> you I go know? to work in my garage and I paint guns, and you know, right. and it's just like and the, I the sit thing at a that, computer all day, man. And the thing you that know, these insignificant I murder that makes me feel for a living, and that's, that's like true. you always see these, you always see these people <laughs> posting the on thousands. Facebook. They're like, uh, oh, thank, thank God for our teachers. You know, they're educating our youth. Or thank God for our farmers. You know, they're they're feeding America, and they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, uh, 
<laughs> right. I paint guns. You're like right. <laughs> so basically, what you doesn't, what you yeah. do doesn't doesn't fucking matter at this point. But right. you know whatever. Hey, the things that I do help feed you. I suppose. But you know, yeah, the, the at least as long as and we're I promoting, well, we're promoting freedom, man. You know, but Hell it wouldn't. Yeah. It wouldn't if everybody was a vegetarian. No. So I, I keep disease-bearing. I, uh, I make sure that you do. You do. Dogs have no voice. See, I, I keep disease-bearing <laughs> rodents and uh, insects out of your homes. Yeah, and out of the places dogs. that I work in. That's not me. That's somebody else. Oh, so, you don't. That's Bob. Oh, Bob does that. Okay. Yep. <laughs> so, anyways, guys, holy shnikes, this has been a hell of a good episode. This was a good one. I think. I was you know, going to call your bluff when you said this is going to be a good episode at the beginning of it. Dude, and be like, Saturday man, you nights. have no idea. I told you this is Saturday, Saturday night. I'm it, telling you, Saturday night. This, this has been close to two hours. We're just the best under, part of this just under two hours. We just got boxed all sorts of rip roaring and up after this, and he couldn't shoot with a bent dick tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm would wearing be gloves tomorrow, so. You can't bitch about your cold hands. It's no. been it's been fun, be guys. We're just under two hours, so if you have stayed with us this entire time, just drop us a message. Do it on YouTube, yeah. Instagram, uh, Facebook, anywhere. Just let us know that you stayed here. We had fr- so much fun, you guys. And you this know, is an awesome episode. I can, I can I really tell was. it's been a long episode because it feels like f-ing hours since I told the English Pikey story. I was gonna say I, I was gonna say since yeah. you peed, but yeah. it feels like hours since I've peed. I'm roughly one of the largest people you'll probably ever meet. My and bladder is the size the of this beer can. <laughs> so, anyways, guys, thank you so much for sticking with us. Um, check out Ballistic Imagery on Facebook. He does all our our videography. Check out Life Short Live Free, obviously on Facebook, and our sponsor Shireworks. Um, let us know if you like machine guns, because if you support us, we'll let you shoot them. You're damn right. Yeah, share it though. We do share with your friends. We yeah. do a we do a light we do a, a freedom fest um, coming up in the the spring, hopefully spring, early summer, somewhere in that yep. time. So, but we can't do it if nobody likes us. That's right. All right. So, so make sure to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Um, if you guys are listening to this on the audio versions and podcast places, make sure you um, rate us, please. Five yeah, stars. Rate us um, or one star if we suck you know whatever you do you we'll yeah, probably I mean, laugh at your reviews but the laugh is fun yeah so check us out on all the social media platforms except twitter because none of us use that and yeah, it's no fun twitter yeah we like to post <laughs> pictures we don't really post anything but pictures so um check us out on all of our social media make sure you are liking the videos or posts or Absolutely. podcasts you know and uh share us with all your friends if you got a bunch of friends that love freedom love guns love idiots talking for hours because they're drunk um i'm not gonna lie it looks like we're a bunch of slobs because I'm, I'm looking on the screen here and there's just this pile <laughs> it looks like there's cans. just a pile of beer cans <laughs> yeah. yeah well those are most, those are mostly uh johnson and toad uh, but don't mind that yeah anyways because everybody else has been dumping theirs off the table this is horseshit. <laughs> yeah mine's but, on the couch <laughs> so yeah make sure you you share all of our stuff with with your friends if you think they'd enjoy it and honestly even if they don't and if you think they wouldn't enjoy it and they'd really hate it, we love that too. So just yeah, go ahead and suffer. share it. Yeah, just go ahead that. and share it all around. But um, we love you guys. We thank all of you for watching. Um, we love seeing all the comments. And 
if there's any ideas that you guys come up with for segments on the podcast or any topics that you would like to see us cover, um, as far as innovative things in the firearms industry, Sam loves those things. Um, somebody you want to nominate as badass of the week. Um, oh, yeah. let us know. Um, we're always interested to hear more stuff, you know, hear things that you guys want to hear about so we can cover them. Um, just let us know. We love all all the suggestions that you guys give out. Always seem to be real good. So, yep, absolutely. And make sure the one thing we didn't mention was uh, join our group on Facebook. Life short, live free. Um, so, and I guess thanks for sticking with us. Until we talk to you next time. Remember, life short, live free. And I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> Damn it! God bless. Damn it! Who put a question mark on the teleprompter? Love you guys. God, I can't imagine if there was a teleprompter here that any of us would sound this freaking stupid. <laughs> <laughs>